cursors over the record button. I will click it in three, two, one, click. And we'll clap sync. Three, two, one. Sigh. So we are, <laughs> we are out here. here we are. We have gathered here today uh -huh. Uh -huh. to talk about the game Atomic Heart. Mm -hmm. That's which right. Zoe and James finished. And boy, specifically are they ready the to talk about it. Oh <laughs> yeah, my specifically God. the ending. And it's, it's, you know, there's a bunch of podcasts like this, I feel like, in our history, but it's one of those where it's like, it's just, in, it's infectious feeling before it starts, right? People are just like, they want to start talking around talking about it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I can't, it has to, come on, please, like, let it off my chest. Like, I must. Did you feel what I felt? You know, these sorts of things. So I feel like that's kind of where we are. And so I think we just sort of had to, like, cut our little, you know, chit-chat short and just start it up. Because, like, goddamn, people apparently have things to say about this game. Um, yeah. As yeah. was mentioned before, uh, Elena and I got woefully behind when I got sick for like two weeks, and I, I started like trying to catch up, and I was like, you know, no, just let it, let it be. And I'm seeing, meanwhile, in the Discord, James is posting like spoiler paragraph, I know. spoiler paragraph, <laughs> spoiler paragraph. I spoiler I like paragraph. to give, yeah, this game gets the award for like the most James has felt the need to write in spoiler tag ever in the Discord. Yeah, <laughs> and some of them and are just like me bitching. <laughs> <laughs> like what Spoilers, the fuck is going on in this game anymore <laughs> yeah and i i saw so i don't know i truthfully i don't know what it is like but i i'm excited to hear it and i think like in order to do it justice we might have to do our best at a sequential like sort of walk through the sort of second half of this game yeah just to sort of feel i'm it. hoping for one of the infamous zoe like yarn board situations you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to do my best at the yarn board thing. It's not going to be quite like, you know, Bioshock Infinite mm -hmm. DLC levels of yarn board where I like actually can pinpoint how A got to B. Mm -hmm. Really, I'm going to point you A to B and then I'm going to toss my hands up and be like, yep, <laughs> that's that. <laughs> and that's how you found out they were. I don't know. Whatever. Let's just put it this way. Let's just put it this way, right? From the very start of the game, you could feel and unraveling yes and you were like interesting they just need a couple more reps to tune this up and i feel like what i'm hearing from you and i'm curious to see if this is confirmed is that that was more like tuned at the beginning versus unraveling towards the end at a point where it's like we might need a couple more than a couple more reps mm -hmm. that's the feeling i get so mm -hmm. we'll just have to see but uh i'm gonna exactly I mean, so let's see. When we when we last left off, um, I mean, I I think we had just kind of we were picking back up on things. We had gone through the museum. I had not reached the theater yet, James, and yet this uh, playthrough. Basically, we're going from the theater onwards to the end of the game here. Right. And I guess the first thing that I want to talk about is you, you go through this museum. Um, there's a scene that we actually showed at the beginning mm -hmm. of last podcast that we audibly reacted to where um, there's this weird thing that happens where your character uh, blacks out or like goes off into this weird fantasy dream world. And when you come to, there's this leader, Molotov, who's dead, uh, the huge, uh, big... <laughs> God, my my vernacular. I was gonna say these huge, big titted robots. Yeah, weird little. I think that's okay. what they are. Like, Let it all hang out. Yeah. yeah, 
<laughs> First of all, you didn't make them that way, but god damn, are they that way? I thought you were going to say God <laughs> made them that way, and I was like, God made Whoa. them that way. Well, and, in a way, didn't God make them that way? And I was reminded of something today, which is like, in general, ballerinas are like bullied to lose as much weight as possible so much that it becomes like eating disorders. Mm-hmm. And like, so, so like many ballerinas do not have big tits. <laughs> so what like, you're saying is that this is actually a body positive representation of what ballerinas could exactly. Look like that's that's if what they I were was going for with their bodies. Yeah, and their they got all those lovely curves. <laughs> exactly. just that's right. right. I think about all the fucking time. I just quoted I that, that the other day. I can't remember all why, but I, was, I, I busted out that. Every time there's like a creepy person saying some weird shit, I'm just like, oh, those lovely curves, and then like I become the creepy person in the <laughs> I room. Think like, I think I said it about McCoy's headphones. Yeah, dude. <laughs> all those lovely <laughs> yeah. curves. They do have nice curves. They do. Yeah, they do. And then I think of Linnea's. Ugh. Yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. God. Oh, man. Yes. That's a reference, guys, to our um, playthrough of uh, what's Layers that game called? Layers of Fear. Layers yeah. of Controversy. You guys can uh, <laughs> can actually watch that on YouTube or, or, or at least our hype video for it. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't watched it seven times already, you're just not at our level. Okay. That's right. <laughs> we That's have. right. Because the number one consumer of our content is, is us. us. Yeah. You know, and I never thought that going into it, but it's always hilarious because the people who tell us about our content are like Zoe, like one year later being like, yo, so I watched that again. It's pretty funny, right? I'm like, ah. <laughs> you should write a comment. Fuck it. Like, <laughs> really, if you don't make stuff that you yourself want to consume, like what's the point? Yeah. That's very true. It's very yeah, true. it's you know, it's like a nice little security blanket for me, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. watching a TOT hype video. So you know, whenever I feel unsafe, mm-hmm. I like think after about you play this game. <laughs> you're like in some weird social scenario. You just pull out your phone and you start playing the hype video, and they're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And I'm like, "I I am safe." Bum bum bum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my god, that's mm-hmm. nice. Well, that's nice that 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 protects you in that way. Um, mm-hmm. Do we? <laughs> so- Yo, wait, wait, before we get in, though, what did you think about the fucking GTA video? <laughs> oh, it was it was great. I absolutely loved it. And it was just really funny because Bran was just like, that's a nice, like, that's an interesting characterization of you. And I'm like, you know, yeah. that facial expression is probably what I do on a weekly basis, <laughs> like recording the podcast, maybe <laughs> like just this whole like, oh, I'm going to get these whippersnappers into shape. <laughs> Let's go. That's what it honestly so like. Yeah. So the thing is, OK, so for people at home, what we, what we did is I was just like sitting there fucking a little bit sick, probably still. And yeah, just you like, were, yeah, you were fairly. And sick. I was just watching a fucking the loading screen for GTA four. And it like flashed all these characters. And I was like, wait, I kind of know who these people are. Can I like associate them with my friends? And I just played the game and it like it turns out like there's like ten loading screens or something and, and there's like I don't know, nine of us or something that I end up listening. It's like it's pretty perfect. And uh it was funny because like everyone always I, I think it's like hilarious because like Zoe's this like lady in the ghetto with like a fucking gun who's just like, I don't give a fuck. And that's what I love about that characterization so much because I just I could feel in that moment, like if you were in a scenario where like people were robbing your house for the third time, like the first time you'd be appalled, but for the third time you'd be like, listen, if someone has to fucking die, it's going to be you. Like, you think you get to fucking come in here? Like, fuck no. And it was just this like feeling of like, I get what's going on. I need to fucking just shoot someone and I love it. And you could see it all in that face. It's just, I don't give a fuck to the nth degree. Um, And I loved it. But uh, yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, so then I just <laughs> I just put people's fucking names on shit. It was so stupid. Oh my god, but it's so beautiful. <laughs> it yeah. is it is truly a work, a, a glorious work for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But oh. speaking of glorious works, the <laughs> Yes, the big Katie right. ballerina sisters are Yeah. Right. So you see them do this ritual. There's this weird red polymer being that is a data bank that absorbs Molotov's body. Oh, and yeah. really, it's like basically this red polymer is a data bank that absorbs the knowledge of the deceased person so that person's knowledge can live on forever. Simple enough, mm-hmm. right? Like, okay. Totally simple. Looks mm-hmm. super yeah. creepy, but you know. Yeah. Oh, I, I should mention actually before this museum part too, uh, you get um, you get knocked out by uh, Petrov and Falatova, um, the doctor Falatova in the high heels. Oh, and yeah, Petrov, that's right, right, right. Who you find out is like they're they're a couple, and yep, then right. while you're like knocked out on the stretcher, there's this whole conversation that's being had where. Uh, Petrov's like, oh yeah, I had to put the drones into combat mode so like you know we can continue on with our with our like uh, our plan. And Falatova goes like, you put them in combat mode, you killed people, mm-hmm. like that was not part of the plan. We're done for. <laughs> All mm. this while you're like tied on a stretcher. But her whole big thing is, you've killed people. I can't believe you would do this. Like mm-hmm. you're not the person mm-hmm. I thought you were before. And Petrov's like. No, Falatova, no, come back. And she's like, no, get away from me. Uh, so now they're broken up. That is how that breakup happens. Nice. Mm-hmm. I do um, love, though, that like the first time you see them, like she's like, I don't know, I just couldn't, I just didn't really want to kill you. Like I just, I felt like it wasn't right to kill you, you, the main character. And he's like, oh, damn it, you should have killed her or killed him. Like, do you remember that? Like, yeah. And so, yeah, that's like, when yeah, we right, first learned that, that she was sorry, running around, a, crazy. she was running yeah. around a war like battlefield in high heels yeah <laughs> yeah and so all that's going down it's just funny because like it seemed like killing was pretty normal but she like had a change of heart there but then it's like no it's her it's her whole character all right cool got it right yeah. so, so she's very against killing that's her, that's her character at the okay. moment okay. okay she likes to help you at the moment is killing. a key phrase here yeah okay, <laughs> okay. interesting phrase. yeah she um, feels anyway. like not killing people right now that's great yeah. yeah, that's a great, and it's actually the worst thing. And that she will dump your ass for um, <laughs> trying to make a difference by killing people. Okay, <laughs> well, fair enough. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, so after Molotov is like died, and the data bank absorbs him, uh, it finds out like uh, Sechenov finds out that Petrov is in this theater, and he's like trying to contact America, and so he's like. You know, P3, go to the theater and get rid of Petrov once and for all. That's an order. And you're like, aye, aye, sir, daddy, sir. And you go and you run out there. Cringe. And super cringe. And is what is possibly, okay. So the thing is the theater has a lot of cool set pieces to it. I will say that. And I think like part of what makes this game intriguing is its set pieces where you will have like a very interesting like arena fight to like some heavy metal music all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the most hard handed like attempt at being a Sander Cohen mm-hmm. crazy artist mm-hmm. masterpiece thing because suddenly Petrov has gone crazy because Falatova yeah. has dumped him. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. She breaks up with him and then like he goes from talking like 
kind of a normal person in the first couple. Like you've seen him in like the beginning cutscenes. Mm-hmm. He seems relatively like he seems like this revolutionary kind of guy. And then suddenly he's just like maniacally like calling out to you over this loudspeaker in the theater being like, come get me, you dog. <laughs> and like also like going on these weird rants about how erotic robots are. And like, is he the guy he... who programmed the fucking, uh, yes. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, but yeah, the... the, the upgrade robot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, I, okay. I think there was something like that. You know, the thing is, so if Falatva broke up with him because he did something like that, maybe I could see it. But like, <laughs> Falatva hates it because like he killed a person and he is so distraught over it. But anyway, he he goes crazy, and then and that, let's yeah. let's let's just mention right here, it's not weird to be distraught over the fact that your significant other killed someone. That's not weird. No, that's not weird. Yeah. No, but. <laughs> In the context <laughs> of this, they are trying to save the world. Yeah. Right, exactly. They're going to have to shed some blood. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. So let's just get that out of the way. Mm-hmm. Wow, um, thanks for putting us in the right context, yeah, James. Yeah, no, I appreciate yeah. that. Shout out to our, our listeners. Be like, look, it's okay to be upset. No, I was I was kind of floating off a little bit, but mm-hmm. I'm glad I got grounded mm-hmm. again. Okay, so okay, yep, yep. Yeah. Um, but you go through this theater chasing Petrov around, you finally get to like the main stage where Petrov essentially just goes like, I have nothing left to live for because Filatova dumped me. Mm-hmm. He gets beheaded by a robot, oh. but not before he hands you these rings. Yeah. Oh, he's just the like, rings? The, the rings they keep talking about? Yes. Mm-hmm. They, he, he's just like, hey, I have these rings. Like, I have no purpose anymore. Here's the rings. Uh, <laughs> Bye. Um, yeah, you're like nice, and they're nice. like the control rings, right? They're right, the control they're, they're, rings. They're right? the beta connectors, or what they're called. Yeah, right, like at the beginning right, of the right, game, right. they keep ta- everyone keeps asking, like, was he, did they, did you see these rings? Was he yeah. wearing the gold rings? And you're like, no, but clearly those are important. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, those are the rings. Yeah, and it's like beta access to Valorant or something, like you know, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, like the keys for yeah. CS:GO too. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to like watch well, so streams how- anymore. You just get the rings. Sorry. Yeah, how it works is like in this collective 2.0 that Sechenov is trying to launch, Sechenov has the alpha connector, which essentially gives him like control of the whole collective 2.0. Mm-hmm. And the beta connectors are like his like right and left hand man sort of like the p- people who wear them would be like the right and left hand person of Sechenov, uh-huh. essentially. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so like Petrov is Petrov is just like, oh yeah, here's these beta connector rings. I was going to propose to Falatova, but she doesn't love me. He gets beheaded. That's the no. end of that. Wait, he was no. gonna use the rings to propose? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it'd be nice for them to split him up, you know. I think this is a good time for another shout out for mental health. Um, if your partner breaks up with you, you still have things to live for. It's okay. I mean, yeah, it's, that's it's right. Good. Unless you're like okay. an evil like, villain. You can be, again, you can be sad about it, but like. Is you know. this guy an evil villain? That's the question. Yes. What, Petrov? Yeah. Like, I think, like, Petrov, like, start, like, he and Filatov are clearly trying to, like, make public some very, like, dastardly stuff that the Soviets are doing behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And they are, like, it does end up, as we'll reveal more of the story, like, it is quite dastardly what they're doing. Hmm. Yeah, but at shocking. least, like, one of the things they were trying to do was, like, send... The Soviets were going to send these robots to America as like presents 
and then basically Charging such well, not. Well, I mean, they were going to sell them as like labor, right? Right. Yeah, they were going to like they basically as labor robots, but then he was going to basically such an was going to turn them into combat mode and like take over America. Right. And yeah. Petrov and Filatova were trying to broadcast to America to warn them of this like Trojan horse that's coming in to mm-hmm. yeah. their country. Mm-hmm. So wait, so you're telling me. That's only one of the evil plans. That's only <laughs> that's only one of the multiple evil plans that's going on right oh, now. Oh, there's more yeah. than yeah, that, just that. Mm-hmm. That I was enough. Yeah. I think that could have been that could have been the whole. I think thing. that could have been plenty. Yeah. Right, Do, but a breakup got him so ruffled that warning the U.S. anymore just wasn't worth it anymore. So yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> see, yeah, that's like yeah. Okay. Well, but see, but maybe, there's a little bit. Yeah, okay, you go. I was just going to say, like, maybe that's what she was sensing. I mean, it's like, he killed someone, that's part of the breakup, but the other part of the breakup is that he's kind of wavering on the master plan, you know? Mm. He doesn't, he's not really dedicated to the master plan, so, like, it's kind of hard to, you know, this is, like, the driving force. (laughs) It's all banking on me dating him. (laughs) But she didn't even realize that, like, that was the master plan. Mm -hmm. That's fucking She didn't even realize that was the master plan. Mm -hmm. Oh, she doesn't know about this? No. No. There's a whole other evil master plan, as James said. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. We better continue. All right. Well, fine. And and but I I did want to touch on one other thing in the theater. You learn that the guy running the theater like rose very quickly in social circles in um to elite social circles by like hosting uh ballerina robot sex parties for the oh, elites Rommel's. of the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. But this just seems like a good idea. I mean, that it just it makes sense. Isn't mm-hmm. that the same premise as like fucking Westworld or something? I haven't seen it, but mm-hmm. someone's trying to explain to sort me. Sort of. Like, I mean, those are like flesh robots, but yes. Oh. It kind um, kind of in a way. Um, I mean, I, I think, think Westworld was also more of the like we as robots are being used as a commodity. We must rise up, and the like, and the perspective is in the robots perspective about Mm -hmm. that this is kind of more like i don't know robots are being used as a commodity yeah exactly (laughs) but like not from their perspective they don't like wake up with memories or anything it's like yeah they just are it's unfortunate but also yeah it seems like well yeah Yeah, but but they all look like the twins right all the ballerinas look like the twins yes all of the all of the ballerinas look like the twins in there but they have the voice of like the creepy painted like the welcome to the world that's right like except they're not saying that they're saying come closer and tell me what to do right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. push my button that's right that's what they're saying (laughs) well i mean it makes sense and i I know you guys were talking about this earlier about like you guys were talking about how like the elite end up getting the nice shit Mm -hmm. and like that's more of this right because it's like they're selling these like elite sex robots to people um well, yeah. and they they make a point in saying that when they replace replaced human ballerinas with robotic ballerinas, getting a <laughs> ticket into the theater became like a hotter commodity than getting an apartment next to the Kremlin. Like it mm. became the, the most like yeah. social elite thing that you can do. Mm-hmm. And this That's theater the head that James talked about, Les Tochkin, like he, yeah, he's like created this like behind the scenes br- brothel essentially. Uh, for these elite people as well. Um, I feel like that's the opposite of what would happen in real life, though. Like, Mm -hmm. the theater is expensive because 
it you know for for ballet because it takes decades to train humans to become ballerinas and ba ba ballerinos um <laughs> i know that's hilarious. not <laughs> yeah that's not the that's not the term but that's you could tell me that's mind. the term and i'd be like we need to shop that one like it just it doesn't <laughs> feel like they're gonna get the respect they deserve for that but wait so james you're telling me that there's not a line out the door for the chuck e cheese performance that's on that fucking animatronic like oh, yeah in the right bag. that's what that? i'm telling yes, you I do, although although the animatronics if, that are around if, petrov and behead him look like chuck e cheese animatronics i'll dude, tell i'll yeah. tell you that fuck yeah <laughs> that's, okay. that's, that's right like, they do bro. i mean Yo. those were scary but if if chuck e yeah. cheese if the chuck e cheese robots looked like the twins there might be a line yeah there might be a line <laughs> no i get it also i love that they're like twins but like are they different do you know what i'm saying i think they were slightly different one slightly has different. a gold jacket and yeah, one has a gold jacket. Not, you know. Yeah. Well, I yeah. can't get off if they're not twins, so I get it. <laughs> that exactly. is a reference, yeah. people. That's a reference. That's a to, reference. I can't remember what it's to. It's to some comedian. It's a reference. It's a reference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. um anything more yes. about the theater? More about the theater? I don't think so. But just the fact that. Never mind. The fact that they all look like the twins will come up later. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, true. Very yeah. true. All right, so basically, Petrov is dead. Uh, P3 laments once again, this is the third time that I have failed Sechenov. I can't do anything right. Right. And he's also got these beta connector rings now, which seem to play a very pivotal, important thing with this story. Mm -hmm. But now he's in, he's, uh, he has them in his possession. And not only that, but then Sechenov calls in and he's like, did you find the rings, my boy? And yeah. P3 goes, no, I didn't find any rings. Ah. So he starts lying to Sechenov about uh -huh. this fact. So, And you're just looking at the screen. You're just like, could you tell me what's going on with the story? Would you kindly tell me what's going on with the story? Like, please. <laughs> like, what is, why is everything going nice rogue? Reference. Okay, yeah, but this mm -hmm. is fine. Okay. Also, your, your, your glove companion, your little, your Charles is saying things like, would you kindly do this? Would you kindly do this? And I'm like, hmm, does this mean something? Mm -hmm. Dude, you know what I hope? That, okay, I'm just going to like do a little bit of like guesswork here. Okay. I, this is what I hope happens and it wouldn't happen, but I just, I want to live in the world where you can have a totally brand new, uh, like a, what am I trying to say? Like a uh, studio, a brand new studio, and then you just end up making out not spiritual successor, but literal, actual in-universe successor to Bioshock. Like you just jump this game into the mm -hmm. Bioshock mm -hmm. universe, and would you kindly is the official phrase, and like fucking at McCoy, some point we haven't gotten there yet. Okay, Ooh. all right. I'm just saying, like this is what I want <laughs> to oh, live in. McCoy, be quiet. I want to hear what happens. This next. is fire. McCoy, you and I have to stop. We, <laughs> okay, okay. I'll here. shut up. Sorry. I'm like this is like where you need to get to a point in a Netflix. Story I think I'm reading the script. I'm just I don't know what's happening. Binge the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I think I'm just fucking. I just found the script on the ground. I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, so then we get to uh, I think what part one of James's uh, spoiler rant. I think uh, in the podcast chat, which is then so you 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 get out of this theater. Um, okay. Falatova is like, um, hey, I need to, you know, we need to talk, essentially. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, all right, like, oh, wait, no, 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 not until then. Sorry. We need to backtrack a little bit more. All right. All right so you have Petrov's head and Sechenov is like, please take 
uh, Petrov's head to this, uh, this, this Pavlov complex because we need to get all the information that he knows and extract it for this data bank, i.e., you know, this red dude ritual thing. So you go through a bunch of, like, fighting dungeons, fighting your way through this Pavlov complex. You finally get to the area where you need to hand over Petrov's head to Stockhausen, that German dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, Stockhausen's like, cool, hand over the head. By the way, did you find any rings? And you tell Stockhausen, nope, no rings, like nothing. And so you're like, okay, he's lying to both Sechenov and Stockhausen. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So then you hand over this head to Stockhausen. The the the, the big titty twins are there too because they got to get this blood bank right, ritual right. They have going. To do that, yeah. Um, and then Miss I don't kill people. Falatova tosses a live grenade into the room. Yeah, <laughs> just out of nowhere. Yeah, she like she's like, get your hands off Petrov's head, and like oh, tosses so a live grenade. Wow. Uh, I I well, she's just Maybe? basically like, get your hands. I don't know if she just wanted his head. I don't know. But the point is, she doesn't like killing people. Yet she still tosses a well, live grenade into this room. <laughs> now look, that might so not I, kill anyone. Maybe she just doesn't want them to extract the data from his head. It, it could also be that you know she's doing last ditch effort. You know. Yeah, she Whatever. put some photos in there that. Weren't supposed to get out. I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? She's like, she like, our sex You know that shit's <laughs> I got it. No, that makes sense to me. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But He's so she things. interrupts this though while this data bank transferring process is happening though. So she like tosses this grenade in. It knocks out slash kills Stockhausen. And then the data bank like seeps on the Stockhausen and like absorbs him as well so stockhausen's now dead hmm. oh okay mm-hmm. or ever um, living or something put it in a different way well i don't really think he's alive his memories live on mm-hmm. isn't right. that what being alive really is mm. <clears throat> okay sure i don't know and the thing is this happens and your character also gets like knocked down by the grenade and you go into this again this weird fantasy dream world like state again okay. and then when you wake up, you're like, basically, like, Falatova just says, like, hey, listen, like, I did what I had to do, but we need to talk. Meet me at the lighthouse. And you're like, okay, another Bioshock reference number 360. The Life is Strange characters oh, are right. outside. Like, fucking, okay, okay. Exactly. I, love this. I love where this is going. Just take all of my favorite games and just put them yeah, in. Put them all right, yes. Um, which <clears throat> now this goes into James's first uh, Discord spoiler rant, which there's this beached whale. James, you want to go into this beached whale thing? Damn fire. Oh, my God. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. So you, you there's a beached whale and there's a lighthouse in the distance and you're like, indeed. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I got that reference. Uh, and you go down. towards the beached whale because you're forced to and then a fucking robot shows up and it's a boss fight for no fucking reason like there's just no there's no context for this boss fight okay it's not it's not like a thing that you've it's not a robot that you've seen before it's just a boss fight um it it bursts out of the beached whale I forgot that part that's important it's not um you kill it, and then it 
like for the first time ever, it like uses its laser to um actually uh like destroy part of the rocks to reveal like a jumping puzzle. <laughs> right? <laughs> Which Very is gay. like okay, like mm-hmm. this is not how this game worked ever before. Um you do the jumping puzzle and um there's a first person cutscene, which I think was the f- like, there's the one when you're dr- in the car in the very beginning. Hmm. And I think this is the next one in the whole game. I'm not sure about that, but it's pretty close. Mm-hmm. And you learn why they got rid of all the rest of the first person cutscenes, uh, which mm-hmm. is because it instantly gives you motion sickness. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> like just just mantling a rock just gives you motion sickness. Yo, just like that one perk you get where you don't take fall damage, but you instead do a real but, roll at the bottom you of your did. fucking jump. <laughs> I was like, oh, close your eyes. That was up. the worst thing I've ever experienced in a game. I forgot about that until you said, holy <laughs> fuck. I hated that so much. Like, as, talk about you that stop later. taking. Yeah, you stop taking damage in the game and you start taking damage outside of the game. <laughs> yeah, in real life. Yeah, yeah exactly. I lost, I lost real life health points for that. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. one thing if you're playing, it's not not great, but it's not terrible. But then, like, Elena was just dying watching, just fucking, just like. Yeah, every time. And I'd, like, be sitting there at the top yeah. of a fucking tower and I'd be like, Elena, turn. She'd be like, what? Oh, God. Like, yeah, this is fucking nuts, dude. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, so you then you get to the tower, uh, the the lighthouse, um, and you sit in a chair and descend. No, 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 Bra- James, you forgot oh, about forgot. the rings. <laughs> oh fuck! I forgot about the rings. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> the rings that everybody cares about. <laughs> okay, yep. You just throw them into the ocean. Oh. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Like, basically, no Charles reason. is just, like, you know, anyone who gets their hands on these rings are t- all too powerful. This power needs to be destroyed. And so, and like, like Lord of the Rings and Mount yeah, Doom, that's what I'm it's, like, all you, your character literally just, like, tosses the rings from one hand to another and goes, fuck this shit. And then just, like, tosses it into the wow. ocean. Yeah. And that's literally... But- all oh my god and it's like not even that far into the ocean <laughs> <laughs> they just can't withstand water like, like salt a robot like, army too much could definitely them. find those like like a casual beach goer could definitely find that thing because it's and that's why it's washing rings, right back though. up no like this I, it honestly does sound very lord of the rings where it's like you get the rings and then they're just like hey uh frodo do you have the ring and he's like nope no i i don't have the ring no and then it's just yeah. so I, okay i mm-hmm. i I made a, I made a reference to to Lord of the Rings w- with the Ring of Power because like, uh, like uh, Gollum finds the ring at the yeah. bottom of a of a lake. Yeah. Right. right? Yep. A like, beachgoer. Rings maybe. of power. <laughs> rings of power do not just go away when you throw them into water. Uh huh. So. Yeah. So, so that's hit. where the whole rings thing went. Okay, oh, so that's, that's the end right. of that good. plot line. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. that whole plot line. It, it's just done. They're too powerful. You know, they're too powerful. They wrap that up with a bow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I get it. It's too powerful. No, I got it. I think I'm like actually like dialed in on that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah. the rings go into the ocean. Right. That's right. 
Then you go and meet this lady now, in the lighthouse. No, there's a beach right. whale now. So wait, so then you go into the lighthouse and you get into like a bathosphere or something and then you get sent into fucking rapture. McQuine, when I say this is the most, I got brain trauma. How <laughs> heavy, like how hard this game hit me over the head with this Bioshock reference where, let me, let me, I hope this doesn't destroy my recording. Let me just share my screen quickly so I can show you what Amazing. exactly you're looking at when you're diving down. Okay, um, fuck yeah. Fucking, you have, oh my god. You are sitting in a chair, descending below the <laughs> surface. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. You yes, see, dude. Fuck yes, dude. Not you're only that, there, there is a violin-like soundtrack yes, very dude. heavily influenced wow. by yes, Bioshock dude. playing. And then you say what is mm -hmm. arguably the most cringe, not cringy, the most heavy-handed line. If the imagery did not get it, it would be, so that's Neptune, huh? Looks nice. Actually, it looks amazing. A rapture. This game is not so the music just It was the, like I said, that scene happened and I just like collapsed in my chair. Like I was just clobbered over the head. I'm like, we get it. Dude, I can tell you now. You guys liked Bioshock. No, but I can tell you now the best playthrough of this game. It is the person who literally sells that moment and just goes, oh my God. Is that a Bioshock reference? And then just like turns to the camera. Like, is that a... And I think it is, right? Losing their minds. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to wait like eight hours in or like 12 hours in or 20 hours, whatever the fuck hour count it is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And the whole time you're just like, man, this is a really interesting game, but I wonder what it's trying to say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I can't hear it. It's just too it's gargled or something. You know what I mean? The robots. Okay, wait, 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 Can noises. I clarify here? So you, you go to the lighthouse, but then you don't go up. You go down. Correct. Mm -hmm. Under the yes. water. Uh -huh. Under the sea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To go meet this lady. Under. Yeah. And then there's yeah. a secret base under there. Of course there is. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like right. This. And like, remember how she's a neurosurgeon? Sure. Why uh, you didn't. But apparently neurosurgeon and just like field medic are the same thing. Um, <laughs> okay. Hell yeah. But also she's a neurosurgeon. So mm -hmm. her day job is... Um, doing research on the collective, uh, which is the other evil plan um, by the Soviet Union, uh, which is to get everybody in the Soviet Union to kind of join this like hive mind neural network mm -hmm. um, to become like the perfect worker uh, and super efficient. Um and be controlled by Sechenov, right? Yeah. And be controlled right. by Sechenov. Yeah. yeah, I just, I think it seemed pretty clear that everyone getting those like weird implant things was not going to end well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Not to mention that this, uh, this whole like facility below the lighthouse is called the Academy of Consequences. I don't know That's about right. you, hmm. but if mm -hmm. I were a volunteer and they said, "Okay, first place you're going to go to is the Academy of Consequences," I'd be like, hmm. "I resign." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah. But see, that's how they always sell it. You know, they sell it like, no, 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 you're the one doing the consequence. You know, you're like telling other <laughs> like people. you're giving out the consequences. You're giving out the consequences. Don't worry. And you're like, oh, great, great. Yeah, yeah, that can't possibly go wrong. Dude, there's a but also, city under like, the fucking water, you guys. And they already started with, and for some reason, by the way, they literally started with the fucking city in the clouds, right? And, ev and everyone's in there going like, awesome Bioshock reference. That's super cool, but it's done in their own way. This is very cool. But for some reason... 
you do an underwater city? And I'm like, okay, hold on. Like, this is starting to get... Like, it's like, it does feel... Well, it's not a city, McCoy. It's just a base. It's just a base. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, still, like, but I agree with McCoy. Like, you, you first hear about Neptune, I think, when you're in the museum or something, where it's like, Neptune is the first, like underground commune like underneath the underneath the water and i was like okay a rapture reference like wonder if we'll get to go there or maybe it's just a reference again and then you <laughs> actually descend and it's like almost a frame by frame Book, like, yeah yeah it's a frame for frame remake of the intro I to bioshock that. yeah I, I think they need to go harder yeah. like i think they need to like you find a plushie that you just press it you know like a dog toy or something instead of squeaking it just goes like would you kindly and it has like a wrench like that shit i just can't handle like that is that is taking it to a level that I I don't think I could survive. I want to mod that in. <laughs> Every it has time to you be sh- my voice. Wait wait wait. Impression. Would the game be better if instead of Nora sexually yes. harassing you, it just says the circus of value? I would take Honestly, circus of value. Yes. Yeah. I would also take circus over. of value. Yeah. Like yeah, I love dude. I I love this game. Can we play this game more where we just we just make <clears> choices and we decide which one we would take for game design? <laughs> yeah. Like, would you take Nora, like, sexually harassing you, or would you take Circus of Value? Yeah. Like, no, I love that game. This is a fun game. Okay, yeah. All right. All right. Hell yeah. So, so we're we're underground. We're learning about the fact that Falatova is one of the major players in creating the collective, which she reveals to have basically just like fried the brains of every single person involved in it. Okay. Uh, and they're all like in these like creepy portal, uh, like individual like chamber cells that look kind of like an Apple store. Um, (laughs) fire, (laughs) just like walking around like zombies. Um, Bro, people and in the Apple Store are all straight up zombies, though. Have you? Dude, been I should actually be like sharing my screen and like showing these images, maybe. Oh my like, god, well, do right? it, bro! <clears throat> Just straight and, um, here, bro. And, this is a game to behold, people. Like this and is she something. She can control really them special. with her mind. Oh wait, those people in those weird—it's like an Apple ad, yeah. Yeah, it's like an <laughs> Apple ad. This is lady yeah. who's like, I don't want to kill anyone. I will just. But she um, accidentally fried everyone. I will just give them a fate worse than death, where they are exactly. puppets yeah. that I can no. with yeah. my mind, and they live in a tiny cage. Wow. Yes, mm-hmm. for her day job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. She's great. Yeah. Makes sense. But Palatava but... by day is very different from <clears throat> Palatava by night. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, she does kind of look like Night City in this picture, no? With like maybe some yeah. purple a hair, night, or vibe, yeah. yeah, or maybe it's just like that. I don't give a fuck out too. But the cyberpunk, the the cyberpunk hair, definitely uh, very 1950s, if I were to say so myself. But like, okay, but like, yeah. tell me, like, how is your mindset holding up to like the incredible graphics? Like, because look at this still. I mean, it's fucking beautiful. It's so insane. Versus like what it's actually showing you. It's almost like an absurdist painting or something. It's just like, like what? How did how did you survive this? Like, because I feel so like... I didn't survive this. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. James is now one of her mind puppets. <laughs> Fuck yeah! All right. Yeah, like honestly, I got mad that like they decided to go with this like cool interior design for this like prison cell slash testing facility mm-hmm. because like I feel like the whole like design ethos that I have heard about and like seen of like the brutalist architecture of the Soviet union is like efficiency, 
um, and kind of lack of like for for the the people like you're not supposed to um kind of want i don't know um like it it just feels very anti efficiency and uh, uh, and use of space and like the the piles of cells are like artfully designed which means they're like sticking out all over the place um which is very cool looking but um you know, for an evil lair, but not a Soviet testing facility. You're expecting um, some more, like, not beautiful grids. Like, there's grids, but, like, you know what I mean? You were expecting just, like, fucking super utilitarian. Yeah, or, like, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't expecting anything. Like, this is, you know, a video game going into bonkers town. But <laughs> um, I'm just, you know, picking nits. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love how you're like, this is how you grasp onto fucking reality still. It's like, there's like one thread of your mind that's like, wait, this doesn't fit with the theme. And like, meanwhile, the rest yeah. of your body is just shaking in the wind of this fucking game. <laughs> like, Pretty just much. trying to hold on. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. speaking of which, like, P3 this entire time. So he sees mm -hmm. this, right? And he's like, this is inhumane. How could Sechenov do this? I need to, you know, I'm going to talk with him and he needs to Father. explain for himself. <laughs> like, you know, I don't get this. Yeah. And like, Vlatov is like, yeah, that's perfect. All right. So like, we're going to, what we're going to do is an infiltration plan. To, like, pretend that you've captured me and we're going to go together <laughs> to Sechenov to like instill revenge. But yeah. like, P3 mm -hmm. will be like, I don't get this. And then it'll be like, no, Sechenov is the way. He is right. And you're just like, wait, what? Like He's done P3. so much for me. Like wipe my <laughs> memories. He's done so much for me. <laughs> He's daddy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, fuck yeah. So um so not only this, but then a after this reveal, um and actually before Falatova has this genius plan of pretending to play prisoner um for you get like the largest exposition dump and probably i've seen in the history of video games i don't have a visual <laughs> yeah. for this fucking hell it's dude. literally it literally like there is there's a there's a room in this facility called the archive mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right and you get in there and she says there's 42 audio recordings involving oh, your God. origin. And you press the scan button, and it's not 43, but it's easily 20 email terminals that you have Ugh. to go to. <laughs> and I was like, I scanned, and I was just like, Jesus Christ. And I read every single one of them, and maybe about a third of them were actually useful with, like, background. Uh -huh. Really? I didn't read any of them. But I did listen. You know what? You to... probably the, the the actual like videotapes you have to insert into the player are all that you really need to have. Really, like all the emails explain for is like why you say crispy critters. Which, granted, I'm glad they explain for that. <laughs> please tell me. Figure. Please. Wait, yeah, can you explain that to us, please? Okay. What is happening? Well, so so this is all part of the origin of P3, which is just essentially during World War II. Uh -huh. Your character. And your wife, uh, mm -hmm. who is also special ops, mm -hmm. uh, they went on a mission to Argentum and got gravely wounded. Okay. They were unable mm -hmm. to save your wife. 
James will mention why this is important later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unable okay. to save your wife, uh, but they have managed to save you. They had to replace your entire bone structure with metal. Uh-huh, that feels right. And You're just Wolverine, bro. And they're, like, essentially yeah. using, like, polymer to, like, resurrect you in a way. And you're doing all right, except, like, you are prone to just fits of rage and PTSD because okay. of your uh, time in Argentum. Um, crispy critters is, like, a phrase that a nurse was uttering, like, above you while you were recovering and you like through osmosis like have just taken that on as a figure of your own speech um so that's fun um that's it (laughs) like the whole reason you say crispy critters is because of a nurse um that's that's a bad justification Um, like this is the type of like person that that's like that's like doing like eyebrows. You like ah see see, and you just like I hate that one. I'm okay with it. I'll let that one fly. You let that one fly mm-hmm. in my own head cannon, Yeah. Okay. Is this why uh, you hear stuff when you're in the polymer? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know polymer that. is like what created you, but it's also kind of like hiding your past memories mm-hmm. in there as well. Um, mm. but yeah. So essentially, then Sechenov is. The game is telling you that Sechenov is like essentially like created you as a like puppet in a way where you can be like you have your own combat mode that you can go into. Um, and so all of these like scenes where you're going into this like fantasy la la land is like what's called limbo. And so what is happening is while your consciousness is in limbo, your body is in combat mode and you are like giving into your impulsive, like aggressive, violent mm-hmm. desires. Mm-hmm. You're fucking so, like, shit up. You killed Molotov. You also maybe did it to Stockhausen. I don't really know. But like the point is like you are going into these like fits of rage that are supposedly being directed by Sechenov this entire time. Mm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So James, do you want to say about his wife? <laughs> also, uh, your wife grew up studying ballet. Mm. Oh. Is your wife yeah. the trans, bro? Is your wife yeah. the robots? Yeah. They made Damn. her into the robots? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sechenov. It's pretty fucked up. Fucking turned your wife into into two hot robot ballerinas it's like on that is like the true fucking dystopian nightmare because it's like on the one hand in some form she gets to live on and then on the other hand she is i'm not saying that jealousy necessarily is like the greatest emotion ever but like imagine everyone in perpetuity fucks your wife i mean how do you like how do you (laughs) deal with that like everyone forever long past you're both dead all they do all the elite just on the bright side your wife was super hot yeah yeah, I'm I mean, it's a pro that's situation. true. Yeah. It's the ultimate cuck narrative. Is it not? Like, <laughs> it's something. It's something. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's a lot. No? Okay, yeah. so all this is super fucked up, and do we hate our daddy now? Well, so there, there's no. a little bit more. When I say this is an exposition dump, Elena, I mean, there's more. Oh, there's more. Um, okay, this keeps going. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's even more. Um, also, so like you, you are talking to your glove this whole time, right, 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 right. and um, 
yeah, Charles, Charles, Charles. And at one point, Falatova goes like, Charles, as it, I forget the character's name. Why am I blanking on? Who is? Charlton. Charlton. So she's like, like Charlton, like the guy who Sechenov drowned in polymer, his best friend. Oh, yeah. And then the glove is like, yeah, that's Wait, you remembered that shit? Yes. (laughs) Well, I just like. Like in the glove is just like, yep, that's me. that's me. I'm actually like Charlton, like in like form of an AI in your glove. And I've just been trying to help. Like I needed to know if you were like on Sechenov's side or not. But I think I've convinced you enough now that Sechenov is bad. It needs to be like, you know, mm-hmm. you've seen like this evil plan he has for Collective 2.0. Like he must be stopped. Got it, got it, got and it. And you're just kind of like, cool. I guess. And um, then Falatova says something like, I need to hack this elevator. And then she just stands there dumbly as you talk to Charles and get more exposition dump. Um, so she's not really mm-hmm. hacking. But. I, I feel like, is it fair to say, like, <laughs> I feel like the way they wanted to tie up loose ends in this game is like, they just, they tie them up by like making a connection that like is odd and maybe doesn't, like, it's just kind of like, and you know the glove? Yeah, it was this guy's friend that he drowned. You're like, oh, okay. I guess that's kind of tied up. And it's like, yeah, you know the twins? They're your wife. You're like, oh, yeah. I like it. None of the robots are robots. They're just people. No, but the next thing you know, he, they're like, he made it to robots. They're going to be like fucking, you know, the main guys that you shoot, like the white and black robots yeah, with the suits yeah. and those the mustaches. Cousins. Like, those are just like your neighbor those from are... when you were growing up. Like, it's <laughs> yeah, just, you know, 100%. it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, those are just the guy at the grocery store. You're like, shit, no way. I remember that guy. Like, I'm not sure if that, okay. <laughs> But okay, all right, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So then <clears throat> you you get into this elevator with Falatova with this whole genius plan of taking, like, basically staging this, like, fake thing of you bringing Falatova in. But while you're in the elevator, you start, like, you start passing out, and Falatova was like, oh, shit, no, not here, not uh, now. Are we going to kill her? And you, go, and you go into the dream world. And so, from what we've known, uh-oh, we're in the dream world and we're locked with Falatova in uh, in an elevator. Uh, you come to, you are in Granny Zena's garden. Okay. Granny mm-hmm. Zena says, hey, I'm your mother-in-law, your wife. <laughs> I'm, I'm her mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, Yo. yep. Well, and not only that, but then Falatova has probably the most, like, the most nothing death like confirmation ever where you go what happened to falatova and zina goes what didn't happen to falatova she's here she's there you splattered her everywhere <laughs> and that's all she says Jesus about falatova <laughs> what okay. did yeah. that is just such a horrifying thing to yeah, say pretty fucked up. Yeah. oh my god not only that so granny zina says this clearly like being like i know you have these violent ten like she's like you really did a number on her anyway here's my arsenal of guns you want to yeah. go get such enough yeah. <laughs> amazing <clears throat> you're like yeah i guess i guess i fucking do dude all right and she says that- and she's also oh. like learning that that her daughter is still alive so- in oh. the <laughs> robots sort of sorry we'll get there, we'll get there. <laughs> we just skip forward to an image that was um it was something <laughs> <laughs> and James was talking about our, 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 you know, somewhat dead but also somewhat alive wife. And boy, was she in that picture I just saw. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, like, Granny Zena's like, yeah, I've just been keeping tabs on you until you start remembering who you were before. And you're just kind of like, cool. Thanks. And then the game hits you with a choice. Okay. You can either go get Sechenov or you can walk away. And this is where the game goes in one of its two endings. Wow. Um, Really? For what it's worth, the walk away ending, you go fuck this, fuck the Soviet Union, I'm walking away, and the game ends, and the oh. credits roll, and that's all that the Really? I know. Yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. I don't know if I like that. I mean, that's a ballsy move to be like, okay, you opted out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and so obviously you go with instill revenge on Sechenov. For sure. Um, so you go, you, you get into Granny Zena's arsenal, you do your last bit of upgrades, you go into um, you, you go to that main building that you entered in at the very beginning of the game. You know, the grand hall kind of entrance where you first mm-hmm. met the twins for the first time. First, mm-hmm. you have a one twin boss fight against one of them, which is not this screenshot. This is both of the twins. But this is essentially what happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, for the uninitiated, yeah, I mean, like you got to go look up this picture because she is. Um, she's uh, she might be sitting on your face. She's definitely sitting she on your face. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, <laughs> she's close to sitting on your face. You know, it's like plausible deniability. Mm-hmm. She's sitting on yeah. something. Yeah, she's like, what do you define sitting on his face as? You know, and it's then like, the, the while the other, other one is, is flying in the air, uh-huh. just watching. Yep. Yeah, can they fly? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, of course they can. Sorry. They, they can know. suddenly level. Yeah. I mean, they can they can construct keys out of nowhere. Of course they can fly. You know. Not only that, but then they also get these like uh, knives that come out of their fingernails. Um, yeah, they have they have massive claws. Massive claws. Uh, they can like shoot lasers out of the star on their foreheads. Um, there's a yeah, lot that happens sick. during these. Mm-hmm. But basically, you, you do a one twin boss fight, and then once you defeat one twin. You go up, and that twin is at the top level with the other twin this time. So it's like clearly you didn't defeat her the first time. You just had right. to fight her because why not? Um, mm-hmm. And but but basically, you get up to the top level. Sechenov is like sitting there writing at his desk with both right and left right next to him. And you go like, how could they're you? called right and left? By the way, yeah, they're, they're, oh, they're twins. twins. Uh-huh, they're uh-huh. literally called right and left. And he says something about, like, putting the right and left hemispheres of her brain into the separate twins. That's pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty fucked up. And yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say yeah. this is not fucked up. But yeah, it's very femme fatale. You know, it's very, like, yeah. we made sex like robots, but what if they kill people, too? And I think that would be a very powerful thing to have if you wanted to manipulate the elite. Mm-hmm. Would be mm-hmm. yeah. sex robots that could kill them. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, you have your little confrontation with Sechenov and Sechenov's just like, yeah, you, you, you don't get it. Like whatever. Like, and then he goes like right, left, like dispose of him, which then you, the screen goes black and then you are immediately tossed into a QTE session, um, that you have to do. Cause I don't know if it's right or left, but one of them attacks you and grows a stiletto out of her heel and tries to stab you in the dick with it. Um, but yeah. you have to mash for oh, me, it was Q. Normal. You have to mash Q to like <laughs> keep keep the stiletto off of you. Um, James, did you fail that QT? Like, do, is that when she stomps oh, yeah. in your dick? Is that what happens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. So, <laughs> um, 
so I failed the QTE immediately because maybe they changed the the speed like based on the the yeah, difficulty, you but only like had one hand on the mouse. <laughs> yeah, I mean that too. <clears throat> um, but on, yeah, no, it was a pretty quick QTE, um, <laughs> and there was like three in a row. Mm-hmm. So I failed it, and then she stomped me out. She just like there was like a a blade coming out of her heel that she, I think, jammed into my chest cavity. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, when you when you succeed at that QTE, you learn that her other foot was just on your crotch the whole time. Right. Uh huh. Um, yeah. So. Um. So she was just you know doing that. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, it's your wife, yeah. right? So like. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, she knows what you like. And then, and then they they like throw you into the model massive model airplane. Um. And then use their laser to drop a jet engine on you. And I was like, why don't they just use their laser to cut you in half? (laughs) But, I mean, whatever. Uh, Maybe they don't really want to kill you, you know? Because deep deep Maybe. Um, But then they try really hard for the duration of the boss. (laughs) 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 Which, by the way, on easy mode, when you have a fully upgraded fat boy, takes three rocket shots. FYI. That's it? <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> I shot one of them. It did three quarters of her health. I shot another. It got the first one out of commission and also put the other one down to half health. And I just shot yep. again. I was like, okay, I guess this is why it's easy mode. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's really funny too. Cause like that might be the most realistic outcome, <laughs> right. but it's just, per- it just perplexes us gamers. Like what? Three rockets. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you yeah. mean? But yeah, okay, fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of, like... Yeah, and then, okay, so then then that playthrough, by the way, the fucking golden playthrough, you then go, like, I think they sexualize these characters. Like, you just, like, you <laughs> hear them. Like, do you see what I'm saying? But at this point, like, at this point. Yeah, yeah, at this point, you just go, is that possible? It, it's probably maybe around this screenshot where you're, yeah, like, I think you that know... that screenshot where I, she's sitting on you. Yeah, you're, like, ballerinas don't do this, do they? <laughs> do they? I haven't been to a show in a while. Like, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. So essentially you, you, you fight the twins, you defeat the twins, um, hopefully. And then in the most underwhelming scene, you like, <laughs> a- after you like use rocket launchers and everything and you're a boss fight, then you have this mm-hmm. like little, like tiny little like M4 pistol and you just like mm-hmm. shoot Sechenov once in the stomach and... <laughs> You're like, like, and he dies. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, got you, motherfucker. And then suddenly, in like the biggest twist ever, like you shoot him, and then you're like, you're the one that's been putting me into combat mode. And you're the one that's like, you're the one that's evil. Like, how could you do this to me? Like, I I saw you as a father, blah, blah, blah. And then Sajinaga was like, I didn't put you into combat mode. but I know someone who might have, and your glove goes, wah ha 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Essentially, your glove just goes, like, your your glove electrocutes you and goes, like, thank you for the assist, P3. Like, yes, I've been the one that's been putting you into combat mode. I was evil this entire time. And then... Yep. It, and you're it, like, four? Wow. It's like, four? Is that the number of 
things that are going on at once here. Like, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, yes. Because like, you're Literally. not even. It ha- so then, is the glove related to any of the other evil plots going on here? Like, well, so is like, it part of the collective? Like, what's going on here? Well, so then no. this comes. Yeah, so then comes probably the most bonkers scene ever. So you get electrocuted yeah. by your gut, your glove. Yeah. yeah. And then Charles walks over and like gets reconstructed with red polymer but then turns black okay, okay. and he goes like i evil i never yeah. really liked the human race like i i wasn't drowned in polymer i chose by my own free will to be encased in polymer but also oh, i never liked humanity in general sechenov wants to control humanity but i think you know humans are you know, I, I don't even think humanity's worth it. Like, it's time to go on to bigger and better things. And he's saying all of this while there's this, like, weird, like, cat thing in the corner that oh, I uh-huh. can't yeah, yeah, yeah. I- explain. It looks like one um, of those dogs that they, like, got the most ridiculous haircut possible for. Oh, there we go. Here's a better shot. Yeah. yeah. Oh. He, like, says this as he's, like, petting this fluffy cat. And he goes, like, yeah, humans aren't really worth it. But, <laughs> like, thank you, P3, for, like, bringing me to this. Like, and then he takes the Alpha Connect. Oh, oh, wait. First, he he picks up Sechenov, snaps Sechenov's neck, like, killing him for good. And then absorbs Sechenov to get his knowledge and then he grabs the alpha connector and then just destroys it mm-hmm. and then flies away okay um yep. and, and does the cat your... creature go with him no maybe i don't remember is the cat creature <laughs> important so no. the cat creature when you're in the dream state and you're like while you're in this fantasy world, you're like platforming, and I notice when you're platforming, you have cat paws. Hmm. Um, so you think you're that? Maybe that's the dream world. Maybe like that is like the that is like the symbolization of like the limbo state you get into. I don't know. It's just like it's um, a cat lady. Got it. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's it's another game that Mikulski's influenced exactly. <laughs> All right, sick, sick, good, um, good. But yeah, so um. Yeah, basically, like, um, you know, Charles just says he's ready for the next stage of evolution that doesn't involve humans. He, like, disappears in this, like, post-cut scene. Your character has just kind of been, like, on the ground, like, wailing this entire time. Okay. You get this post-cut scene that's, like, there's been no trace of Charles. Um, which it's just, like, okay, like, he, he went without a trace you as P3 wake up in limbo. You see one of the twins. I think this one's right. Yeah, it says it's right. Like, reach out to you. You reach out to her. The screen goes black before you can clasp hands, and then the credits roll. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So that is not a normal AAA game. I'll give you that. I will give you fucking that <laughs> you know what? That's right true. away. I think we should say it, yeah. I mean... Fair. Very fair. Um, Definitely intriguing. You know what I think is really like, silly about this Surprising. whole thing? Is that like you've, you've, you've said this and you've shown us and thank you so much for showing us. And I now honestly don't know where this is going to go in terms of your opinion. Because I'm like, is that 
<laughs> amazing in a potentially bad <laughs> way or is that awful like what is this do you know what i'm saying you... I, I feel lost yeah um and we'll have to find I out i really but... enjoy that yeah definitely right there there was more action in the mm-hmm. fucking discord and more excitement and more exclamation marks than it's been in a minute i'm just saying yeah, yeah. so yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know it's, it's it's one of those things where it's hard to measure but wow well and so i i think where i ultimately land on it and maybe this is where we can start discussion a little bit here you know an hour into the podcast discussion but you you know what whatever we needed to have this hour-long expedition (laughs) to explain this definitely yeah um and i i james i'm gonna put words in your mouth but i ultimately feel like this is also how you're feeling but like essentially everything you did in this game was all for naught (laughs) in a way (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yes, that's how I feel. <laughs> and I ultimately have concluded that this kind of ending just feels bad as a player. Okay. Like, I feel like this could go well in, like, a novel or a movie. <laughs> but as a player... You're saying it's too high I've... art. <laughs> yes, exactly. You get it. Perhaps. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's where I am. Maybe I just don't get it that way. I don't like know. It's but... like poetry. <laughs> it rhymes. Yeah, it, it rhymes. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I don't God know. Damn, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as a player, like, you're like, what? <laughs> well, just, only just because for 95% of this game, it's all Sechenov's the bad guy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then the ending is, yeah, Sechenov's bad, but at least he doesn't think humans are dumb like your glove does, as your glove, like becomes another being and disappears off the face of the earth just suddenly like is this like, like a marvel movie <laughs> plot where it's like at, at one point you go from like oh no this guy wants to kill you know the town or something and then the next person wants to kill like the country like you know what i mean like it like up to level like you know like now we, you thought this guy was the bad guy but now there's the super bad guy i mean it like exactly that's what it feels like <laughs> it also feels like one of those i don't know if the tv should be like some, it just seems like it's setting up for the sequel yeah by the way i have great news yes. they they uh announced that they're making a second one yeah yeah that's, which yeah they they this is the biggest game like for a game from a first time small studio i am honestly shocked that they shipped a product with this many open-ended things that they did because the sequel's not yeah. guaranteed and mm-hmm. man it, I'm almost glad that there's officially announced a sequel only because holy shit, like this whole end of the game explained nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like essentially. Like, like if you had your way, they would, they would give out the sequel for free and it would just be the answers. It would just be <laughs> a long <laughs> epilogue. It's not going to be that of course, but so but um, like, essentially like all I have to judge from this game is just how it stands on its own. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Cause like, if we're going to go there, like you can look at Bioshock. Bioshock had sequels to it. Yep. It had, you know, it had threequels to it. Um, however, as it stood by itself, Bioshock was a contained story all on its own. And I'm just kind of surprised at how uncontained Atomic Heart is as a standalone game because of all of these open ends that they crack open at the 11th hour mm-hmm. like all of a sudden like i i just feel there there could have been so many other ways that some things were tied up maybe a little bit cleaner um yeah but like but yeah like i i feel like how they set up how just the beta connector rings are just 
tossed out there. But now I was going to say, like, maybe the beta rings will come back in in the sequel mm -hmm. because they've just been tossed into the sea. But the alpha connector was just outright destroyed by Charles. So then it's like, what do the beta connectors now become the alpha connectors? Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. it's, it does it's like, give them I, a way to, like, have some random dude, like, find them, you know, like right. all. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. And they get but like, as it stands. In yeah. a game by itself, there's just a lot of those kind of story plots that either like fell to the wayside and got disposed of very simply, like Petrov and Falatova's deaths, versus like were in like I don't know what was simply tied in a bow because it needed to be just done away with because mm -hmm. of bad writing, or like what was lack of time or like fucking Yeah. Or if... what was intentionally left open for the purposes of a sequel. Dude, like, this is one of those things where, like, whether you like it or not, like, the fucking writers who made this, like, you have to sign them on for, like, five more years because, like, no one else could ghostwrite this to the finish line. You know what I'm saying? It's just not possible. Whether you like it or not, the creativity on display or the uniqueness on display is, uh, it's unreal. Yeah. It's unreal. It's something. Yeah. Like, dude, I just, I think, oh, God. I'm kind of like, I'm kind of stunned a little bit. Like, it's just, I, what an ambitious game. And like, what, like level of like polish they show in some areas and then just giant question marks in others. Just mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. like what it, yeah. so, okay, briefly, just, I just wanted to ask, like, cause like, I felt like the combat really was unraveling, at least in the section I was playing this week and a little bit before that, like. Did did it kind of tighten up the gameplay, at least, in this sort of end here? Like, did we sort of leave the open world into more tight pacing? Or, like, what, what was sort of the feeling of playing through it? I mean, I know there's giant question marks as to just what you're seeing on screen, but did it feel like at least they sort of... Like, in other words, did it all fall apart? Or did it kind of yes. tighten up? Okay. No, it, it all fell it, apart. It fell apart. Wow. For sure. Wow. Yeah. Like, I, I think fighting sequences for the most like even things as simple as like corridor fighting kind of started unraveling even those sections started unraveling in my opinion wow. at the later ends of the games especially when you're in like the i think the final kind of arena corridor fighting that you do is in the pavlov complex and that one got especially grim just because their ways of like upping the difficulty was simply like all right we've tossed like three venus flytrap dudes at you at one time what if we toss like 30 Yo, at no. you oh no like it essentially just kind of became like okay here's just a room with even more crazy spawning beings like it didn't introduce any new kind of threat it was all just the, either the venus flytrap dudes or the robot dudes or they also just kept on reusing that uh that boss called the pleush which is the one that takes physical damage you meet mm -hmm. it in the museum for the first time and then you go into a room in the pavlog complex and there's like three pleush in there yeah. at one point so then you're like fighting a room with venus flytrap dudes robot dudes and three pleush and they all take different sorts of damage it, it's hmm. Hmm. Mm -hmm. it honestly just kind of felt a little crazy overwhelming and like on an so 
on easy difficulty, I did not die once combat wise. Um, because I would just fat boy rocket hordes of people and they'd all die. And it was nice. And then basically I'd take my, <laughs> I'd take my, um, little mace and I just wail away at the plush and they would die eventually. And I'm like, cool. Like it wasn't, it honestly just seemed like their ways of upping the difficulty was just to start overwhelming as opposed to like be more tactful mm-hmm. with stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. James, did you kind of feel similarly? Oh, I absolutely felt similarly. I mean, the, <clears throat> yeah, I never felt like I actually interacted with the, like, damage type system um, very efficiently. Um, I, I think I used a fire canister to get through a, like, plant monster section like one time and i was like i guess that might have helped a bit um but like ultimately it just didn't feel necessary and the scan system to actually figure out weaknesses like didn't feel like it like clicked very well and you couldn't like lock onto something so if they were running around in a circle around you, you had to trace them. um then you'd have to trace them mm-hmm. while like trying to read what they're weak to and what they're resistant to. And um other games have done stuff like once you scan a type of enemy, then it instant responds when you look at them. Like yeah. oh, that's that type of enemy. So I look at it like, oh I've scanned it before. Mm-hmm. So like right. it, it just does this. Um, whereas this one, I yeah, it's like you have to remember. You're like, okay, which is fine, but it's just you know you're then scanning shit again, and okay, yeah, okay, yeah. And like games like Cyberpunk, at least like kind of put you into bullet time in mm-hmm. a bit, in a way. If you're like scanning something and you want to read, like, and, and I even watched this like because I was watching playthroughs of higher difficulties just to see how people were coping with it. Not you could just see over and over again, they like scan something and the information would briefly pop up, but they don't put you in that bullet time state in the scan function. They make you move slower as a play. Like they make (laughs) you as the character move slower, but they don't slow down the world around you. And I just feel like that was a miss. Mm. Yep. Like for sure. Where like people were just like needing to like, get away and get enough ground like in distance between themselves and threats just to be able to scan and actually read what weaknesses were to like help themselves. Yeah. And so, I mean, the end result for that was like, I would just use the same guns and, and like mostly just melee everything, (laughs) to be honest, like Mm -hmm. the dominator kind of fell off for me. Um, the pistols kind of fell off for me. I, I basically, I mean, I, I basically just meleeed the final boss too, because it felt like it was the most efficient way to do it is just like dodge melee and pound energy drinks. Um, and, um, which is fine. I mean, it was, it was, it was an interesting boss, but like my, 
my like lock on rockets didn't feel like they locked on at all um to the to the twins um and it felt like my like ak did tiny damage compared to my melee so that's what i did um so but like that that combat system it never felt like it actually clicked to mm -hmm. me um it felt kind of a mess um like it was it was close but the like it that stuff was kind of a mess but like i don't know the gunplay was kind of fine i guess um i didn't really love the uh the sights that you get but i didn't get all of them either um some of the upgrades were cool. I didn't like play around with the upgrades. I'm not really one when I find something that I like in a game like this, I don't really leave it. <laughs> yeah. Um so while they did James, suggest leave it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I played Elden Ring and I basically just used longsword and shield yeah. or two yeah. longswords. Like Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I would pick up an, an, a weapon and be like, oh, cool, I'm never going to use that. Um, Listen, I respect that. And that, that was kind of my, like, that, that was my vibe here, too. Um, I, I don't know. I, uh, the, the game definitely got, like, glitchier. In the final yeah. sequence as well. And by final sequence, I mean, like, last three hours. Like, um, I don't know if you noticed this, Zoe, but, like, um, I stopped being able to, like, loot effectively. It wouldn't, like, unhighlight things that I looted yes. as blue in scan. And I felt like I wasn't, like, able to actually, like, get everything out of um, containers. But also at that point, it didn't really matter. Like I'd maxed out all of my stuff. It was just kind of annoying. Um, mm -hmm. Is this like, because I experienced something like this earlier where it's like you decide there's like 12 drawers or something and you're like rolling through all the drawers and they all come out a little bit, but then there's like one in the bottom left. You need to like pull out a little bit more for some yes. reason, like yeah. that sort of thing that sort of thing yeah there there'd be there'd be things like that which like you that's easily solvable for but then there would be some where it's like you have all of the drawers pulled out but it's still giving you like the button indicator on one of the drawers and you're pressing it and it's not like there's no physics happening nothing's like moving like your your glove is just like vibrating in your hand essentially and it's still like highlighting in the game and that was kind of frustrating because it's just like you try to crouch around it you try to like yeah. jump around yeah. it see if there's like a frame that you're missing but as far as i could tell like there's no like good angle to be able to like get anything it's funny because like when you first see this looting it's like so badass and then it like gets to some of this glitchiness and you're like oh that's kind of annoying and mm -hmm. i do wonder as much as I hate this, like, direction for video games, I do wonder if the way is, like, you just walk by the shit and it just sucks everything out the drawer automatically for you. Like, how insane would that be? You just walk down a fucking row of cabinets and they all just fly out to you and you're like, what? And you don't even press a button. No, you don't even it press a button. Happens. It just happens. Just, like, <laughs> and then you see this, like, insane rattling of all the fucking drawers. You're like, yeah, thank you. Um, 
But yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's interesting, like, if they make a sequel to this game, I think everyone would assume, and, and as they are, but, like, everyone would assume, like, okay, you take this and you clean it up, you tune it, you add more monsters to it, right, different types of things, add some more weapons, maybe clean up some things like that, maybe tie up some story loose ends, like, we're starting to get to something. If they come out and it's, like, more of this, like, how mad are you? <laughs> I guess that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, is that just, like, the biggest letdown? Like, is that, like, would you put the game down... If you had another 20 hours of exactly this or like how much do they need to tune it for you to be like, all right, the sequel could really get this to sing. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think, yeah, like the thing is I, I can't really think of like what they could do, like gameplay systems wise to make this like a different experience from what it already is without like doing a carbon copy of something else. Um, unless they're. <laughs> What if they just rip from the Bioshock Dude, book and go. they're like, Atomic Heart 2, where you meet this character named Elizabeth. <laughs> I think they should. Honestly, I think they should. I think, yes, you should literally fall through the sky and then just Elizabeth's there and you grab her and you're like, excuse me? And it is like, it's like some shit you'd buy off the fucking like, you know, Unity store or something. It's like not Elizabeth, but it's like very close. Or fuck it. I think they should no, just. No, 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 no. It should be because you're in limbo, bro. Limbo should just be by the Bioshock Infinite Universe. And when you are grabbing right the, the twin's hand, yeah. she is Elizabeth. She's just, Elizabeth. And you're, just, you're like, Elizabeth? Because that's your wife's name, bro. Oh Come on, god. it's right there. Oh my god, it's right there. <laughs> you didn't even need really change. It's actually right a Katarina, there. unfortunately. But <laughs> we're gonna change that for the second game. No, and exactly. Katarina then... was her middle name and like the pet name, but like you. No, Katarina. Was... Here, oh, I got it. Katarina was your neighbor. No, <laughs> no, but like, <laughs> no, but Katarina was what Sechenov wanted you to, to eventually, think, yeah. right, like go for because that was maybe his like secondhand man type person mm -hmm. was was Katarina um, from League of Legends, and like, <laughs> no, but I just I don't know man it's like i want them to not market the second one i just want the marketing to be like 2k sues atomic heart for using assets like that's what i want this to go to it's mm -hmm. just that's how we hear about it is just there's the entirety of rapture just in there and you just go through <laughs> it like like come on right like th that sounds oh god like at some point in time you should just show up to rapture and like you should watch as as a main character from Bioshock just runs by. Or like, okay, you take the glove off, right? And then you can't use your glove powers anymore. So you have to inject... Oh, you lose your glove, by the way, at the end of the game. Palmer. You do lose the glove at the end. That's what I'm saying. You lose the glove. Yeah. yeah. So now you can't right. do glove powers. So now right. you have to do Palmer injections into your left hand. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, let's get there. Mm -hmm. Let's get to Bioshock, people. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Like, oh, God. Okay. 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 Wow. It's a very popular game, it turns out, because people are very confused, and they must <laughs> know. Well, and it's, like, it's very different. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's got some really good things going for it. Like, it's, like, it's a really cool-looking game. Like, I still think, like... <sighs> The art style and like the the graphics in general are like super impressive. And then there's a bunch of stuff in there. That's yeah. an like, understatement. I I keep hearing like this game is different. Yeah. 
And yeah, like in in terms of set or like setting and set pieces, yes. But I just I and maybe this is just me being like wistful, like back in my day with games. But like I don't know, like I just felt like this game constantly was trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. Of like the round hole is Bioshock, but we've got a square peg in Atomic Heart. Like yeah. let's make this more Bioshock. And like as much as I feel like they try to do their own unique set pieces a lot of the time, but I just also just saw them like constantly borrowing from that book to like create their own set pieces. It it just seemed like they didn't feel like they could do it without like completely ripping off another game. Um, and, and I, and again, I, I mainly feel that way with the theater. Like I mm -hmm. feel like the theater mm -hmm. was such a ripoff of Sandra Cohen and the crazy yeah. artist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to me, it made no sense in the realm of atomic heart. Like they're like, we need to have a, a crazy character to guide you through the theater. Should we introduce this? Like, like, I feel like if they maybe like made last Stochkin, like the, the theater director as an actual character to interact with. And not just a dead body been. that you find at the end. Right, yeah, you find Last Coachin as one of those dead bodies who just says something snooty anyway. But, like, the fact that they, like, nice. make an already established character of Petrov, like, suddenly this crazy guy, like, I don't know. I'm sure there's going to be people being like, Petrov's character turn makes total sense. But, like, to be honest, his descent into madness made no sense to me mm -hmm. whatsoever. He seemed like a completely, like, a smart, capable guy who wanted to do a re revolution and then he gets dumped and goes crazy. And to me, I was like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's why. Yeah. Like, and again, so it's just like, I, I just feel like they wanted to just keep on borrowing from this book. And in some ways they succeeded. Like, I, I think there were some set pieces in this game that were really cool and unique. There, there's a puzzle that you do in the theater. In fact, that's kind of cool where you put these ballerinas in a position where their shadow on the wall makes it look like they're murdering one of the guys hanging from like a wire. Mm -hmm. And oh, your yeah. whole point is to put these ballerinas into a position to make it look like they're like dealing the killing blow to these guys hanging on wires. And it's, it's a cool puzzle. It's a really cool set piece and it's really visually stunning. Um, and so it's like, they have these flashes of brilliance, Yeah. but then it's like, they kind of, I feel like they just, they felt like they needed to bank on like the ideas of, others to like keep their story going to the point where like you have your glove telling you would you kindly and i'm like haha watch the glove will turn evil mm -hmm. in the end because yeah. you said would you kindly yeah. and then your glove actually turns evil in the end like, and it's the bad guy this entire time and i'm like Oof. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah i mean it, yeah. It, it really feels like they did the like would you kindly reveal like four times in this game you know mm -hmm. it's like right mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like turns out every single person in this game is like using you for their own goals and like you have no agency like but but also like everybody is evil like everyone has an evil plan mm -hmm. or like a, mm -hmm. a i don't know like there's just too much going on and it's not Yeah. Good. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's like not good plot. to have too many irons in the fire. Yeah. It's something the plot ended up being like, well, everybody's evil. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, well, everybody's yeah. got a twist. Oh, there's twists all over the place because you love twists. Twists are cool. Twists are high mm -hmm. level. No, I get yeah. it, man. 
Well, and, and, to, and to be fair, you know, I think one of our biggest criticisms of Bioshock was how hard the game fell off after that Would You Kindly reveal, right? Uh-huh. Like, I seem to remember that last episode, we were point. like, yeah, that Would You Kindly reveal happens. It's the biggest reveal in video games. And then you end up fighting, like, Frank Fontaine and, like, a weird thing. And maybe you set some bees on him and he dies. And, like, that's the <laughs> yeah. end. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that's just kind of the bane of like games with these kinds of twists where it's like, okay, where do you go after a, a reveal like this to be unique and like still engaging? Um, and the answer is do the same twist again. In this <laughs> game. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's engaging. Do the it's same just twist enraging. again and do another <laughs> unfulfilling boss fight, but they try to make it fulfilling because it looks like your, your face is being sat on question mark. Yeah. Like, I don't that's fulfilling know. to some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like like that set piece with the ballerinas in the in the theater was cool, but also like, weren't they like telling you to touch their button like mm-hmm. while you were doing that? Yeah, and I actually didn't figure out that puzzle for a very long time because they kept on telling me press my button. I was like, no, <laughs> I do not want to be sexually harassed for the um, yeah, time yeah, exactly. Game. It's like. like <laughs> Stop. Stop this part of the game. Just stop it. Oh, they won't do that. No, but like... But I think, I I mean, a lot of people love it for that. Definitely. You know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I I am curious. I mean, honestly, like, I want us to know more what people think of the game. Because, like, this strikes me as a game that, like, I can't tell if it's good, bad. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm thinking. Like, mm-hmm. is it good, bad in a way? Because it's definitely energized people, right? But does anyone out go out there like sit there and go like, no, this was excellent, and they mean yes. it like quality, not yes. like it was fun. You know what I mean? Yes, these people are 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 out there. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, that's yeah. For, for this game for sure. But like you know, like, okay, because there's like okay, because hopefully you know this year we'll play a couple more bad games, right? And there's some we've been talking about forever, right? Like, I know it's always got a bad game that she wants us to play so fucking badly. And it's interesting because I just, like, I wonder as this game approaches that territory, like, is that good mm-hmm. or bad and how to assess that? Do you know what I'm saying? Because it's, like, it's it doesn't seem good. That I can say. But is it good bad? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I wonder that. Well, yeah, I, I, I definitely I definitely do wonder that i mean the the thing is like so from what i've seen like a lot of the uh, i have just been seeing a lot of fervent praise that this game is good and it will always be good and like to the well so like i i was just kind of watching some game reviews today just seeing other people's thoughts about it and one of the people is skill up who we've talked mm-hmm. about you know on this podcast and skill up is i i would say skill up is very close to how i feel about this game mm-hmm. and his comment section was riddled with people being like you just don't get it man this mm-hmm. is the yeah. best mm-hmm. game ever like you don't understand like mm-hmm. you just didn't get the story like <laughs> and Are I, I was just kind of I was really shocked at the amount, like, just, and and I'm only doing it through a brief, like, pan through of the comments, mind you, but it's just, like, I was really, like, there are very few and far between comments of being like, yeah, man, like, I think your criticisms are warranted, as opposed to being like, oof, this is the first of your reviews that aged like milk. (laughs) This is just a bad take, But But is is that not just, 
I mean, let me ask this in a kind way. How much have you experienced English as a second language, say like Russian, that area of the world commenters online? I've seen it a lot in Counter-Strike. And they talk like this. I'm just saying like, (laughs) I don't know how to say that, but it's like, when that went like like that sort of like it's really aggressive and it's like really strange to the way you see the world and you're like mm-hmm. oh because like for example like navi in counter-strike um which is actually ukrainian but either way like it's just like their fans dude if they like throw a tournament they just go on the offensive on everyone like everyone they just <laughs> mm-hmm. light everyone up dude people are like well i don't know i think this was kind of a mistake here or i think this was kind of a misplay it's like I mean, it's like, it's, so I don't know. I, I don't know what, what level that has to do I mean, with maybe, it, but. Maybe there is something, I maybe there is something. There, there, I would say there's, it has been a while, probably maybe since the Metro games, that there's <clears> been a game about, I guess, Soviet culture that has kind of reached this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm probably super wrong with this, maybe, like with this take, but like, I feel like there's not a lot of games with, you know, Soviet culture in the forefront, quite like Atomic Heart has been. Like it's, or at least it's been a while. Like I don't, Papers Please doesn't really count because that's based off of a fictional world. Like you've got yeah. the Metro games, which have been like that's been a long time ago. But like, so I can understand like, I, maybe there is something to what you're saying that like people are just very excited about this sort of stuff like coming to fruition or something and they're like they don't want to have criticism about it because then they're just like this is this is my culture man i don't know yeah i don't know i I mean look it could still be the same subsection of a question talking about but i think i I was on the reddit for a little while the Mm -hmm. atomic heart um subreddit because i was looking for pacing and like some help with that i'm like yeah people on there are fucking i mean not like they like this game Mm. like they think this is a great game Mm. and i think like beyond like, I think it's true. Like, there aren't that many games out about, like, Russia or Soviet Russia or, like, any of those things. But I think also, like, this is a pretty unusual game. Like, this is a big swing. It's a big swing game. It's, like, a AAA style game, but it is really bold and different, and it, like, really goes for mm-hmm. something. And mm-hmm. I think people like that. I mean, um, I definitely like for that. For sure. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I think this is like this is a game that like I'm really happy that they're making a sequel. I think that's really cool. Like, I think this game like deserved to succeed in some way. I'm not saying it's perfect. I don't think I don't think that. And I think there's like clearly a line that it's we are not discussing perfect. here. What are you mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the ballerinas are perfect. Just say what are you mean? Because <laughs> if you did, that is that is so fire. But I think too, like, there's. I think I think I did say that. Because like like. <laughs> Zoe, were the comments misspelled or not grammatically <laughs> in English? I just, I'm not, I'm just saying you have to take that into account too. But, but no, I mean, listen, like, I mean, I know what you're saying. I, I think that's kind of like, so, so I remember an older school era of video games where people would try and miss, but have aspects of their game that were good as they would grow. Like studios would grow. I, mean, I think that this studio intentionally memed. I think that Nora is in this game to make it go viral. I have theories about I, this. I agree. Agreed. And I think it worked. Yeah. yeah. I think it worked. I, I, think, so I think you can I look at that and not like it. I think sexy ballerina ladies. Yeah. Like, I, they, they made oh, yeah. it hard. And they went for, like, sexy shit. And they were like, we need, we need porn about our game to go viral. Like, we need, you know what I'm saying? Like, we need people to be searching <clears throat> the fucking I mean, they, they made a joke before the game came out, right? That, uh, that there's, like, a six-hour sex scene with the twins Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Like, just in the game. What? <laughs> I think they made that joke. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a the developers. really long time. Like, in some ways, like, right? <laughs> I think that... But... <laughs> like, come on. But in some ways, I think that's, like, an interesting and smart way to market your game. Like, I think that these yeah. developers... I mean, like, look, I think they're walking a line here between, like, inspired by Bioshock and ripping off Bioshock. That, like, maybe sure. they went a little bit over. Like, I yeah. think there's plenty to discuss here about things that they did wrong. But, yeah, I think I think that's a smart development move to be like, we're going to make this game viral. Like, I think they went for clickbait, basically. Yeah, I mean, like, smart is at, a like, strange concept. Like, listen to Nora but... and tell me you're not going to be like, oh, my fucking God. Like, that's not going that on Reddit game. and getting uploaded. Yeah, it's going on Reddit. It's going to go over YouTube. There's going to be so many reactions to it. Like, yeah, st- every streamer is yeah. going to be like, we should play that. No, um, I understand. And, like, but, like, that, so that's one thing, and that's fair. But then I also think there are aspects of this game that are really elegant. Like, uh-huh. I mean, first of all, like, just, like, technically from an engine standpoint, runs super well. <laughs> Like That's way true. better than it deserves mm-hmm. to run, and way better than a lot of games I've played that are that are the seventh game in a series from a studio that fucking shares fucking an entire engine team with a fuck you know. So like that's fire, um, and like I think the visuals are like really like like the art design is very striking and unique. I wasn't sure if I liked it at first, but it isn't really about liking it. So I've never seen anything like that before, and it's realized both in high fidelity and also high like artistic creative whatever and like because like for you guys remember the set piece where you're like shooting the fucking venus flytrap shit but then it's like got all these like crazy lights and then they're playing like classical music in the background and you're ruining it because you go into your fucking like sensor mode mode. and then it like fucks with the music but like other than that it was like that's like a really cool like interesting epic thing that they're trying to do and it sounds like they try to do that later also maybe Mm -hmm. you know to bioshock like but like there's clearly like interesting and cool stuff going on here it's just not all landing that's just what i felt like even from the first scene it's just not all landing like it just it's not perfect but i mean bro i think we just might be it might be time to play some real triple a games and watch nothing interesting going on and nothing landing (laughs) and just so you understand like like Play fucking Assassin's Creed Odyssey and tell me that that's that those characters talking to each other doesn't make you want to just turn the TV off and like apologize to go books. outside. Yeah, like just be like, I'm sorry I left you. I should read you more. Like I, you know, just like, do you know what I mean? Like so, uh, uh, but it's all at that once. sentence took a minute to land. Apologize to books. Yeah, it's so true. It's so fucking true. But but I yeah. want to add that to like, yeah, that sounds maybe so happy. But but but, like, <laughs> I want to add that to your experience because I think you are also right. So like, if someone says to you in a comment, not to you specifically, but they say it into the ether and you listen, and like this game is great, I think you have ground to stand on to be like, wait yeah. a minute, wait a minute, great is strange. But what I'm I'm curious and I'd love to dude, seriously, we should interview one of these people. I don't know how we possibly do that. Just let's get in the comment section. Just yo, hit me up. I'm interviewing you for a podcast. Here's some questions. Answer them in your next comment. Um, and we'll read it on on the air. But like, do they mean good good? Do they mean good bad? Like what so we lack here with the the four of us any way to see into their mind. But but they exist somehow, and I just I fucking wanna know. I I do. But, um, yeah. So, okay. 
So, okay. So I, I work with a guy that really liked this game. Hmm. You fucking would. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, when talking to him about the game, was like, how much do I want to, like, shit on this game in right. front of this guy? <laughs> right. Yeah. Do you yeah. want to ruin this for him? Oh, God. I've thought that a lot. Um, and... I, I don't know. I mean, like, I see I see what he sees in it, I think, is, like, basically, if you, if you disengage from, like, trying to make it make sense, if you, like, let yourself go on the roller coaster and you buy in, kind of like McCoy does for the Mikulski games, um, <laughs> like... Shout fire. out to McCoy. Like... His suspended reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This game is bonkers fun you know and like if you're in for the like lewdness also like if that's kind of the realm of the internet that you like inhabit mm-hmm. yeah um you're like oh i'm gonna pause this game and you're I'm like, like this VR is the first triple a game to show me the thing that i enjoy mm-hmm. you know which is like and it's like it's not even doing that it's like teasing it you know mm-hmm. it's teasing it while at the same time like poking the like cancel culture bear you know yeah sure um yeah. and all of those things you know are are tantalizing for <laughs> for people that that you know exist in these spaces yeah um and so you- like yeah I was just, do you think like the people at Ubisoft are like, fuck, we need to make femme fatale characters. Like we need to fucking, <laughs> why isn't our shit viral? Assassin's Creed 3, it's all in a brothel. It's in a city that's only a brothel. Like, do you think, do you I think mean, like. I think, I think that these meetings are happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I, I'm not sure that they will, I'm not sure that they will change much about the trajectory of these games. But I think I'm certain that this meeting is happening at multiple game studios where people are like the hot twins made this game go viral. Yeah. No, that's definitely happening. Like, Especially under mm-hmm. like indie indie games, probably like, like what can we do to make a hot twins situation? Oh, you know? Yeah, hundred percent. And like arguably Thor not Thor, uh fucking um god of war ragnarok like did that with thor (laughs) right by making him fat by making him like a bear yeah exactly um and like that that made a huge storm on like it went viral because people were like this is not my thor thor is like a jacked fucking Mm -hmm. bodybuilder you know um and then there were a bunch of women like that dude's hot. <laughs> well, okay, James. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Okay. And a bunch uh, of gay guys like that dude's hot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not everybody. Not right. everybody wants that. You know, is is into that body or or you know desires that body, but some do. It's not. You know. So James, there. I I think to add to this, we need to bring into context. There's this like groundswell of games that are trying to hit viral success 
that are like on the edges of Steam that you'll occasionally see recommended that mostly like Gabe knows about. You know what I mean? And it's like there was like, do you guys remember hearing about that one? It was like, it was like, you are. I think you're Jesus or something, and you're just like using like yep. mythical uh, powers, uh-huh. biblical yeah. powers as like like power. I mean, the most recent shit. one that I think we should shout out. We just saw is um, have what's it called, McCoy? It's called "You Have Sex with Hitler" twenty sixty nine. I think. Yes. <laughs> I think it's called "Have Sex with Hitler" oh, twenty sixty nine. So that's what I was building to. That's what yeah, I was building to. Yeah, sorry. Oh, I jumped. I jumped the gun there. I put yeah. the pieces together too quickly. Yeah, you you pre you TEDx McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> but but like but like no but like honestly like that is another side of this gaming industry which is like Mm -hmm. these people trying to get in and it's and they're doing so with troll ideas and i feel like this is like the first triple a game that like took some of that fucking swagger because they're because they're a triple a game but they're also a new studio and they need to land and so they took some of those like gorilla approaches like yeah by the way we should i mean you should look i mean it will scar you for life but if you're willing to be scarred for life, yeah, yeah. You guys sex with Hitler 2069 or the fuck is just, they it's took, they, real game, it's you a guys. sex game. It's a sex game, okay? It's like four bucks. Yeah, and it's like, their whole premise I'm is not they buying took it. speeches from Hitler and they just overlaid it over like video game sex scenes, yeah. basically. What the fuck? It's so, the it's, most what the fuck ever. It's but worth you see, watching the trailer for You can't it. get that shit out your fucking mouth is when you talk with your friends. That's the point. It's like, there's this extra level of viral in there. Right, it's like the it's like the fucking dude fucking pasta, you know what I mean? It's like I didn't want to share that with you, but I couldn't not. Um, and so I feel like there's something interesting going on there, and that for sure is getting talked about. I'm not sure how high up the chain you would go. I don't know if you'd be like Ubisoft and you'd be willing to like fuck your reputation, but like definitely games are thinking like, what can we do this ridiculous to get us to stick? Like, what can we do to stand out? Mm-hmm. You know. So, it's it was weird. It was weird the reaction to this game when people were like, like, like I remember when this game first came out. I was looking for the trailer, and YouTube was like, "Well, so the trailer's here. It's number three recommended, but number one and two are all the scenes with the twins." And I was like, <laughs> "What?" I searched for the trailer. Like, this can't be that hard. And they're like, "Yeah, but this is what you want." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> like. And so just, I don't know. I I uh, I don't know what to say about it, but it's it's so interesting to see it so into the mainstream um, of games. It's so interesting, and to see that it it greenlit a sequel, like they fucking killed it. I don't know. Like maybe they didn't kill it in the way I wish that they did, and it wouldn't be the way I'd go about it. But I mean, damn. I mean, I think that the second that they got on Xbox Game Pass, that green lights a sequel from a studio this size. Hmm. Um, like that's my theory. I don't know how much I, I you know, I, I, I don't, I don't get to see the backroom deals and and look at those numbers, but, um, like Game Pass is, from my understanding, it's like, kind of like winning the lottery for for um indie devs like you don't have to worry about sales numbers you don't even have to worry about like the price of your game mm-hmm. um it's, you just get paid it's mm-hmm. very well I, so i don't know the i don't know the monetary as much as i have heard about like epic game store for example but like they would pay i don't know if xbox pays or how that works but i xbox know that pays. epic games would pay right and think about games like um hades for example releases first there right. essentially gets paid and then releases later on Steam and blows up, but he's already like chilling. 
Um, there's definitely been that, but dude, I don't know. Cause I put this all in the context of like, cause, cause what I've been thinking about the whole time is like, was always mentioned skill up review, right? He was like, basically like, I can't recommend this game because he had to lock himself to the framework of whether or not you should or shouldn't recommend this game. And I've been thinking about that the whole fucking time. Can mm-hmm. we recommend this game? And I, I'm really curious what you guys think. Can you recommend this game? It's a strange framework to put it in. Because on the one hand, energizing. On the other hand, I mean, apparently garbage, just fucking trash. So, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what, can you recommend this game? That's the question I want to ask. I, I mean, to the average person, no. Hmm. Um, I... What I would like to do to anybody is, like, sit down and talk to them about this game for, like, an hour. And then if they're still in, (laughs) yes, play the game. Absolutely. Like, you will love this game if you, you know, if you listen to this podcast and you're still in, like, play the fucking (laughs) Mm -hmm. game, dude. Like, like, just hearing Zoe and me describe what happens is Mm -hmm. not spoiling shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've been True. thinking that. I've been thinking mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like we spoiled the whole ending of the game and like it's still gonna be a bonkers time experience playing through it. And like honestly, like there's some really well designed like encounters and experiences in the game and like as a first person shooter. Um mm-hmm. and it's not like it feels like all of the different like um I didn't did you go to all of the different um like bunkers or whatever they're called test labs Zoe No, I only went to the ones that upgraded like that actually had upgrades that I wanted to do. So like towards the end of the game, all that got me through was test chambers 11 and 12 because I wanted, well, I wanted to get the Fat Boy homing rockets. Ends up the homing rockets kind of our shit, in my opinion. <laughs> so I went back to regular rockets after that. But then I wanted to get the um, the Fat Boy revolving chamber that allows you to shoot three rockets before reloading. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which on easy makes you super OP because that pretty much one shots bosses. <laughs> so. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the thing that I just like didn't bother doing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, like I, like a part of me wonders if I would have like stayed and did all of, I think I did four test chambers, four or five test chambers at the end out of 12. Um, And I, I don't know, I, and again, this could because of the difficulty. I just, I felt like after I did a couple and had some main weapon upgrades, as long as I got those upgrades like leveled up, I felt super strong and like capable. And then I was just mainly spending my resources on like just crafting endless ammo. So I wouldn't have to scrounge as much. Mm-hmm. And then that's how I kind of went about the rest of the game for the most part. But dare you recommend it? That's what I say. Um, so I would, I would recommend it to, <laughs> it, it sounds like so demeaning, but like, I would recommend it to I would recommend it to people who don't really care that much about story and rather just like to run through games looting and shooting. Um 
just because I, 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 I've said it before in previous episodes, but I'll say it again, like the, the pacing of just dialogue and story progression, even as you're just moving about the world is just so mistimed. Like I constantly was having dialogue overpower other dialogue, people talking over each other, like audio logs talking over something. I would like miss key story, like progression points because of just how much things were just kind of getting interrupted by one another. Like, I feel like these games have waypoints to kind of help direct you in a, in a, you know, the next area to go to. And I, with this game more so than any other game that I've played, I was mainly just like only following the marker as opposed to looking at the world around me to go to the next marker. Um, like it was mainly just like making like a beeline to the next mm -hmm. marker and then the marker would jump and I'd be like, okay, just make a beeline to that. Like, I just felt like my, my exploration started out strong in the game and yeah. it just completely dissipated by the middle and end. Like, especially just once that open world, uh, you know, started happening, then it was like all yeah. exploration was just out the window and it was just get to the waypoint. And it kind of like, feels like that's everything what they else. want, you know, because it's like, then they just show you where the shit you want to get is, you know, and everything else is it's upgrade materials. It's just as good as going in any other direction sort of thing. Right. And so like, I, I would just, I would recommend it to people who I guess like don't really care about story and just want like a visually cool looking like looter shooter. Like I could see people liking it for that way. And then the story beats hit and they can be like, cool. Well, like, I don't know, for me, it was, for me, it was just a hard miss. So it's like for people who are looking for, I guess, like more of an like engaging gaming experience, I would not recommend. But if it's people I know who just like gunplay, then sure. Like I would probably recommend it to them. Mm -hmm. As you thumb your nose at them or something, you know, as you call them. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Got sick. No, I mean. I, I do agree with people like it's like this is kind of like the first like intriguing looking game that has a lot of intrigue to it and it continues to have a lot of intrigue. I just didn't think it actually amounted to anything. And in fact, it's just like I don't even care if the game studio is like, well, it's building intrigue for the second game. It's like, no, I needed it to be a condensed experience mm -hmm. that had some payoff like with the intrigue here. Yeah. Yeah. I think what you don't understand about this game, Zoe, I think I figured it out is that you don't like the empty feeling that this game gives you when it's done and other people love that feeling. <laughs> and I don't know why, <laughs> but I think that's it. Does that sound it? I, I feel it. I feel it. It's like, it's like a Maxor video or something. You know what I mean? Like it just, that feeling that it gives you afterwards is not, it's not good to us, but perhaps we are yeah, not them, I, you know, mm -hmm. perhaps we're not the guy, but all right. Um, yeah, fair, fair. Yeah, it's not that I just, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like, I'm just trying to think, like, I feel is, like is that's, it actually that empty that feeling feel is, like, empty? what I get in yeah. a lot of games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think it's, like, okay, let, I, I would put it like this, man. It's, like, I think a lot of games give me that empty feeling, and I, and I think more so recently, and it's, like, really, like, been sad, I think, as more modern games do that sort of stuff. And they just go in the direction that they go. I feel like this one at least was interesting before it hits you with the empty feeling. Like, 
it's like it's like it's still empty calories but at least it like looked good or something before you ate it or it smelled good or something i don't know Mm -hmm. there's like but but to be fair there's i feel like with iteration they could get somewhere i feel like I, I know what it is. I've, I've okay. thought about it a okay. little bit more. I, I think it's because they, they bring about a lot of these concepts that are fun, that are, in my opinion, fun to explore. These ideas of, okay, what about a society where all is equal? Who Who is the elite then? Like, it, it's all stuff that has been explored in Bioshock, but they're exploring it in a different lens, specifically the Soviet lens in Atomic Heart. And I really think it's something really intriguing, especially when you go through this idealistic utopia at the very front of the game, mm-hmm. but then you get into the underbelly of like the actual operation. And it's very uh, Chernobyl-like where it's like, oh, we're trying to make this facade that everything is perfect and okay, but really thing is, things are just madness down here and we're just trying to cover it up kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I find those stories to be very intriguing. You know, I like there's that HBO series of Chernobyl, one of my favorite series of all time to watch, like for TV is devastating, but like very interesting to watch. And it's like, it's those ideas of peeling back the facade and, you know, people aren't who you think that they are. You know, this whole idea of Sechenov not being the father figure that P3 thinks, like I think those could be further explored and ultimately, it ended up being demons. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. And again, it just kind of felt like they didn't, they either didn't know how they wanted to treat these topics or they didn't want to, or they just had a completely like different direction they wanted to go. And it just kind of felt like, okay, all of these ideas we planted in your head about this, yeah, just out the window, like mm-hmm. demons. Mm-hmm. And it feels like a cop out to me, essentially, where mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, like I guess, yay. <laughs> like, yeah. Why were why wasn't there incest at least? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay. Amazing. Yo, great take. Great take. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I just that's also a reference. People, calm down. Yeah. Also yeah. That's a also reference. a reference. That's a reference yeah. to the council. The greatest game ever made. Spoilers. Yeah, where uh, the game, the the story just goes off the wall. It just goes completely bonkers. Yeah. Um, Like, would this game have been more fun if we played it as a group? I don't know. Maybe. I think it would have been more fun if we played it as a group for the last three and a half hours. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. When I feel like the last three and a half to four hours feel like kind of an ending sequence mm-hmm. yeah or they did to me it's it's no combat for sure yeah except like a couple of set piece bosses and it's just like story exposition but like fuck it you know bring in the trumpets you know it's just like <laughs> <laughs> also <a> reference <laughs> Fire. um just like you know like they they give up on everything else and just like threw random shit at this game also we didn't talk about the fact that in these last few hours like they introduced two new mechanics hmm. um one of them is timed dialogue events yep <laughs> okay okay 
It um, happened in one dialogue before, like, the one that deviates the game endings. But there was one that where, like, the number 75 in red popped up. And I was like, what is that? And I'm like, is that what, you know, is, is P3 experiencing a glitch? Are we going to find out that P3 is a robot this entire yeah. time? No, like... It's time dialogue, but it's 75 seconds yeah. of time. <laughs> like, I realized it was like a kind of like, like all of my, I wasn't really like mulling over dialogue at that point. It just kind of baffled me that it gave you a That's minute like, 15. Yeah. Have you seen, there's a fucking scene in Austin Powers where you're rewatching that the other day. And it was fucking like, there's this dude who's going to get run over by one of those like cement flatteners and he's like across yeah. a warehouse and he's going like one mile per hour and the dude could just walk out of the way but it's like no like and he's screaming for like minutes on end as this dude just like it's like that you're like that's what i feel like if you let that timer go all the way mm-hmm. down you'd be like whoa mm-hmm. like yeah. just screaming the whole fucking i thought about that. letting the timer go all the way down because i was like i don't like either of these answers and then mm-hmm. i and then I recognized how long it would take. <laughs> okay. Here's just like a super random idea. And I wish I could have like played more of the game to execute it on it myself. But one of the things I thought when I first saw this game is because it's like you talk to so many robots. And like it's such a beautiful game like visually. But like the robots are so hollow because they're not real. Like they're not human, I guess. And they, you know, they're robots and mm-hmm. robots machines feel hollow. I almost feel like this game in some ways is like an art piece on like hollowness because it's like so much of that's actually a kind of their themes too is like beautiful on the outside but hollow on the inside. That's a kind of their theme like you were talking about in terms of underneath the surface and that's kind of like how it just everything in this whole game is presented and it almost kind of is how the game feels too. I I don't know what that means but I just I feel that from this game this Mm. like beautiful facade hollow inside as like their universal theme in like everything. And I, I'm, I don't know, but maybe that's a genius that we're missing. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. There we it could be. I was going to ask James, what was the second thing that they introduced okay. though? I know it was the oh, time fuck. dialogue. Um, I feel like there was two things and I, I like mentioned them in my brain, like to say two things, but I forgot what the other one was. Um, <laughs> was it they just suggest that you quit the game and leave? Yeah, it might grass. be. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Should we be a book club after this? Like, what do you think? Like we could do comics. We could do TV. <laughs> like, things with like, good stories. Uh, we could do, yeah, we could do a movie. <laughs> I mean, movie's kind of fire. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a game called Storyteller just came out. I've heard about that. It's an Annapurna game. Oh, oh yeah, I saw something. I was like, "Oh, well, Annapurna doesn't miss you guys." We should, Bro, probably, we should play it on that. I had the we should probably hit that up joy. Then. We should play it. I had the mm-hmm. great joy of recommending to not one but two people recently, Outer Wilds. I, th- I think I said this. God, it was amazing. Yeah. Getting Gorgeous. the opportunity to say that to someone is just, oh, because then you can say sentences like this. I thought about it a lot. This might be the greatest game ever made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they just go like, what? And they just look at you like, what? Like, because you can say it with like gravitas. And then they're like, I mean, 
And so they like looked at me like completely overwhelmed as if like I have to play this now. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, you do. So I told them, <laughs> call me after. Listen. <laughs> Yeah. Anyone who plays those games for the first Stream time, your game to me. me. I'll be quiet the entire time. I won't help you, but I want to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to watch. Yeah. I mean, I definitely like, I definitely have one of my watch. skills of like watching but not spoiling as best I can. Just asking questions, just thinking. So what I'd like. What could you do? What? What could you do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> that's that's like you need a spoiler for that, or else like that that is yeah, that you're up against the okay wall at that well. point. Like, Agreed. Yeah, but I don't know. Oh God! So that's just I just think about that every time I think about Annapurna because it's like that's such a joyous experience. Seriously, to find a new person that is friends with you enough to listen, to be like, you should try this, and they're like what and it, i feel yeah. bad too because then they always are like well you should try this it's really good and i'm like okay i i totally will but i just want you to know when all is said and done when the cards fall these are not equal recommendations for both of our side just you know, <laughs> like i appreciate mine that you... has more value only yeah but it just it just freaks people out like when you can truthfully say this might be the greatest game ever made, which please clip and just apply to Atomic Heart for my review. Um, Amazing. Like... Atomic, <laughs> Atomic Heart, is it the greatest game ever made? Question mark. Oh my God, please make <laughs> that. Find just... out on our podcast. Oh, oh that's just be our podcast. <laughs> but yeah, man. Oh, you know what else has happened to me a couple of times? Um, like I've, I've gotten like, I've been come friendly with old friends that I haven't seen for a long time. And like, somehow they've heard about our podcast like whether it's through other friends or like some one time some occasionally they get it out of me like people will get it out of me like they'll just ask something and i'll be like oh yeah well you know that thing and they'll be like oh no what thing but sometimes they're like yeah man a friend told me and a friend told him and a friend told him like oh that's kind of cool and then they just sit there and we're on like a fucking discord call and then they just kind of like it's like they poke me like do the podcast like do like tell me about this game (laughs) i'm like i don't know i haven't played it yet or like i was like playing this game it was so funny. It was all good fun. But I was like playing this game and I like in the middle, he was like, what do you think, man? And it was like, do the podcast. <laughs> I was like, I can't. I haven't. I, I, it's not my process. <laughs> it doesn't just come out. And if it does, okay, I'll say it. I it need Zoe so to funny. say clap sing first. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Get her God. on a Discord call. Fuck. Yeah, it was just like one of those things where I was like, fuck. And then I was so embarrassed. I was oh like, God, you can totally. Did we do a clap sync? We did, yeah. We did. Oh, we thank did. God. Did. Okay, sorry. Moving on. <laughs> like, a, like, oh my fucking God. The last two hours have been totally useless. For nothing. Oh, my God. Dude, I want so desperate. I've been considering it, man, because, you know, like, we have, like, a pretty decent audio quality for our podcast, which I love. Uh-huh. But I've been thinking, like, if there's a way I can hit record, not have to deal with the clap sync, and just catch that moment before we record... Where we're just super loose, and then we hit the button, and we're like, <clears throat> "Well, I say tonight at 11 we'll talk about Atomic Heart." Like, just like, like it just—it kills me every fucking time too. Because like, we'll like get on the Discord call, who be like, "Oh fuck, I can't wait to talk about this game." Then we'll start be like, "This game." Oh, something nope. happened. Things happened. <laughs> Things happened. Everybody Doesn't okay? matter. I don't All know. Right. Maybe we I'm should okay. get the fuck out of here. Is that a signal? That Would, feels like a holy signal. Shit. Wouldn't it be nice if we got to bed early? Feels good. Feels good. Um, okay. I want reviews out of you motherfuckers, and I'll try, but goddamn. But I want it because, again, I'm trying so hard just to understand where this has left me. <laughs> what I'm start- I think I'm starting to see it, but but still. So, okay. Let's start with Zoe. Zoe, what do you, what do you, what do you think, bro? You have to put it into a rating system. This is the way that we sort of attack our 
our hosts and, and guests at the very end as we force them into a rating system that cannot possibly <laughs> apply to something like this. But but here we are. What do you think? Yeah. Um it's it's been a very I, I've been waffling so much on this review. I've been thinking about it all day. And mm. I think ultimately where I end up with this game is I think it's a meh. Mm -hmm. Like I, if you if you had asked me as soon as I finished the game last night, I would have been automatic thumbs down. I think. But like I, you you have to think of you have to think of the collective. You got to think of it as a collective experience, really. Yeah, sure. And it's I I. There's a lot of just very interesting ideas that this game puts out and very interesting visuals and very interesting concepts. And like, I, I just feel like there's a lot of like, yes, this is cool. However, mm -hmm. like there's also all of this other stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I feel like it, the game starts out really strong with the intrigue. However, you have to deal with the character of P3. I, man, I don't care. P3 was like the worst player character I think I've played in a very long time. Dude. I yeah. felt no connection to him. And I don't know how much of that is because you're playing in first person, but then the cutscenes are in third person. So then you're like kind of separated from the character, looking down on it as a separate entity, but then you're back in his body, like, controlling his movements like that was already a little bit jarring for me and hard to connect but not to mention like i understand he's he's a grizzled war veteran but his attitude just really grated <laughs> on me after a time like i it really annoyed me when i would ask when i would prompt a dialogue where he asks someone a question so he'd be like charles what is this place and then Charles would be like, this is the atrium where blah, blah, blah. And then your character in the room would be like, yeah, yeah, get to the point. And I'm like, you asked the question, yeah. dude. <laughs> like, excuse <Yeah>. me. <laughs> like, I'm actually curious as a player, what, you know, what is the significance of this? Um, wait, 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 wait. Quickly before going, Zoe, have you interacted in a work context with the, the priority P system? Like P0, 1, 2, 3? Mm-hmm. Yep. So do you know what P3 <laughs> is? It's like somewhere in the realm oh, of unimportant. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I just, I just think like, is it not like so perfect? But okay, sorry. Uh, well, I like, and I, but I think that that's ultimately like where a lot of the gaming experience falls to is that character. I think you need to make him a relatable character. And granted, there's a lot of people who love P3 as a character. I don't know why I'm not a gamer boy. So, you know, like maybe that has something to do with it. However, maybe. like I, I didn't like, I, I just, I, I could not relate to his character and I thought his character would get better with time. I, I think it's also just in that the game hints at its twists, like 57 or so times. Mm -hmm. They're not even, and hints. yet you're, yeah, Smash. they bash you over the head. Like yeah. I said, brain trauma that yeah. I had sometimes. <laughs> yeah, for real. But like, you know, the the game would clearly hint at where it was going. And yet when the reveal happens and P3's like, what? And I'm just like, no, dude, we yeah. knew this. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> calm down. <laughs> but um, yeah. and, and so that that did make things better. So it's like, you know, th- there's there's parts of this game that were were fun and enjoyable. However, combat in corridors was fun. However, open mm-hmm. world sucked ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not even going to sugarcoat yeah. it. I mm-hmm. fucking hated the open world in this game. I mm-hmm. thought it was not fun, did not encourage exploration. It was really weird that they kind of hinted that you could stealth in these areas and there's no fucking possible way that <laughs> that could be possible in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um and even as we said, the corridor fighting eventually started to just become more open worldish in the sense that they just start tossing 30 guys at you at one time. And sure, it's fun to like lift everyone up with telekinesis and slam them down once. But to do that repeatedly in the last couple corridors was just kind of old news after a bit. Um, you know, very interesting environments. Theater was really cool. The museum was really cool. The plant area was really cool. Um, like, honestly, I think like the settings are probably like this game's strong point with a lot of it. Um, however, setting doesn't really tell a story all that much. It's just something pretty to look at sometimes. So it's like, you know, props to them, I suppose. Um, and so, yeah, I... I I feel like I'm just being a dead horse at this point, but like oh, the, the point is like <laughs> the, this, this game, I had fun times with it and I had frustrating times with it. And I think ultimately where I end is a meh. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is probably how I will let it lie. Yeah. That seems super fair. <laughs> That seems super fair. Mm-hmm. I, I think yeah. the one playthrough that I want to still see of this game is the speed run because does all of the character not giving a fuck lend itself nicely to a speed run? That's probably. All, probably, yeah. right? Like like in some weird way. But yeah. Okay. Oh, I actually, see how long that speed this... run is first. Like I'm not watching this True. for like two hours. <laughs> fair enough, yeah. Yeah, sure. I also want to say this game gets a med just because you like meet all these dead bodies on the ground. And then like one of them asks you to like locate, like they're a tour guide and they're like, help me locate all my students that I had on my tour. And you go and you do it. And then you come back to them being like, I located all of them. And they're like, cool. Well, I would have a reward for you, but alas, I don't. And then it ends. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a corpse. And I was like, yeah, I know this is the game giving meta commentary of how dare you expect something out of this, but Damn, is it frustrating. Yeah, but also yeah. fucking hate it. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of meta commentary that's frustrating. Or like, yeah, like, I, I may not, this is not necessarily frustrating, but like, even just the meta commentary about like, you, you interview like one of these fucking robots and they're like, I'm a developer and I'm getting oh, overworked. Oh, yeah, the game developer. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> dead body? Yeah, it wasn't a robot, it was a dead body. Yeah. It's a strange, strange, uh, strange service. Okay, okay, fair, fair. Developers, um, developers, developers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'd be making... They might be rushed. Yeah. Um, all right, I'll jump in because I think we'll leave you for last, James, because you have a real take. So we're going to have like Zoe with the real take. Then we're going to have like, fake takes. Oh, oh I thought no, you no, meant no, that sorry. I didn't have a real take. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Like, we'll bookend, we're, we're bookending this with, yeah, with we're real bookending. takes. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's no, fair. yeah. Zoe is put a, took a Gatling gun to a dead horse with takes. Like, it's, <laughs> I feel like those were real. But yeah. Um, yeah. It's interesting because, like, as far as I've gotten, it was like a thumbs up that was starting to waver. 
and I don't know if you guys felt that, like if it like wavered in the second half of a plot, and that's kind of like where you got to where you are, but I feel like the crack started to show right away, but they just got worse and worse and worse and worse. Um, but I was still like enjoying it as I was like discovering the weapons and the combat and yeah, the open world was kind of janky and like, you're just in there going like, ah, oh, it's starting to show. Cause like dude, but keep in mind, like the open world is like, that's like their innovation past Bioshock. That's where they're like, listen, we copy Bioshock a lot, but I think it's time we like don't copy them everywhere. And then you're like, go back to Bioshock. What are you doing? <laughs> um, <laughs> stop doing that. Bad. Um, I think we talked a lot about the interesting aspects of the way this game is. I think it's an interesting game and I'm excited to see them do more and I hope they can tune it and I hope they can learn. They've got moments of brilliance. This is not, this is not a dark corridor with nothing in it. There's flashes of brilliance that, that made me want to go through it. Um, at least to the portion that I did. And so that, that is a sign that is a sign that later, another game could be better. I think that's cool. Um, it doesn't feel like there's just nothing here and they should just gut this team. Although, like, honestly, I, mean, I don't want to be that guy, but, like, you could put these visuals on another game with a better story and that would be kind of cool. Um, but, okay, fair. So that's where I, that's, I, I, so I don't really have, like, a final rating. It's kind of, like, in, in the process, but it, I can feel it faltering as mm-hmm. to where I am. Um, what Do about- you think you'll finish? Like, will you complete it now that you've heard our like story beats and everything? Like, do you think you're gonna go like find the time to go back to it, or are you kind of like, I'll go back to it. Dot dot dot. It's interesting. It's At interesting because like no no it's it's fair like I get it because it's like to me it's like I whether or not I want to whether or not I actually will. Like, I, you know, it's like, it's like realism versus like my mind's eye. But like, I would say that you guys talking about the end of the story did not feel like a spoiler. It felt like an advertisement. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I do feel that. So I'm kind of like, actually, I want that roller coaster. It's like, it's like a roller coaster. It's like, yeah, man, it goes up to the fucking top and then it like goes down, bro. And your stomach feels crazy. And it's like, I know it's going to happen, but like, let's do that shit. Um, so that's intriguing to me. Like I would seriously consider playing more. And I think being Did, have freed, you turned it? Have you turned the the uh, the difficulty down to the? Easy? I haven't yet. You should do that it, if you want to keep playing. Yeah, I think I might do that. Honestly, um, and I think I might continue. I I feel like this game speaks to you in pacing, where it's like the main character doesn't give a fuck, and so you shouldn't give a fuck. And trying to give a fuck is just wrong. I don't know why that is, and it's a very strange way to play a video game, but it calls to me like that. And especially hearing you guys be like, well, it doesn't really like pay off in the way you might like. Okay, so I shouldn't give a fuck. So then there is an aspect of it that I like want to go play and not give a fuck and just roll through and just fuck shit up and not care and just leave shit unlooted if I don't give a fuck and just leave, you know, some extra bullets in the wall that could have been named better. Um, there's something. So will I do that? I don't know. But, like, I could see if I was bored. Yeah. Like, if I had time, yeah, I think I might continue playing and just see some of these other set pieces. Because there's just, there's um, such an alien, foreign feeling with this game. What drives it? What makes it tick? What breaks it? That is intriguing to me still. And it's 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 part of the voice that's whispering, don't give a fuck about me. 
Like that, I've never heard a game do that. It's always been like, well, I know you don't give a fuck because you're just like a first person shooter guy, but then here's like story and it's like the melding of those two and I can feel those conflicting and this one's like, the story here's a fucking lie, dude. Like really don't care. Like the bodies on the ground when you say, hey man, shut the fuck up and you leave, that's like the golden playthrough. Um, <laughs> so I don't know, that that really intrigues me. I guess I'll put it like that. So so maybe. Um, Elena, what do you, do you want to jump in anything before we get to James, the the second true take yeah i mean i feel like the story was the most interesting part of this game and now that we know what happens like i enjoyed that ride yeah that was fun. um i don't know if i would have enjoyed it as much had we played it and it had taken us 20 hours but like i was into that story mm-hmm. um <laughs> like that's what i found even watching you play the game and maybe it's because i don't i didn't play it i was watching you play it but like the combat seemed to like maybe even unpleasant at times um but, like, dude, that story, though. Like, where was that going? And then it turns out it went places. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of feel like now that I know what happens, like, I would go back and watch, like, YouTube cutscenes Because, like, I want to see some of that stuff. Um, but I don't feel any real need to, like, go back and play the game. Because I think, like, as weird as that is for, like, a story that James and Zoe really hated, I think the story was, like, the best part, kind of. <laughs> and I, mean, I, I still think like the think opening sequence true, yeah 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 like i mean for me like i was really i really liked the first i don't know 15 minutes of this game yeah like i thought that was fucking awesome hmm. um yeah and i still really liked like the set piece kind of art styles that were in there i thought they had some like, really cool um set pieces and then i thought there was like lots of like really good concepts that just like weren't quite perfected like i feel like the looting system was one of them like where the first time you do it you're like that's fucking dope and then you figure out that it's like kind of jank and it like doesn't always really work and you're like well they kind of fucked that up um yeah i don't know i'm obviously not gonna rate the thing because we didn't Mm -hmm. finish it but definitely um the story was was wild yeah. And I love that it just I mean look, I like I don't love that it just fully ripped off Bioshock, but I also love that it just fully ripped up Bioshock. Yeah. Like I think that's really <laughs> that's fun. Like I think that's fun. No, that's my favorite part for sure. Um <laughs> But the problem is, okay, I did want to quickly highlight though that I think I think Zoe said it well, the like okay. I was trying to adopt the like fuck it mentality when I was starting to play like towards like the end and definitely recently, especially after having like you heard you guys talk about it, but it, but they do hit you over the head with a sledgehammer for stuff. Like, like, like foreshadowing stuff. And that, that does actually hurt my feelings in a way that I can only charge as negative. Like, I can't, I know some people could bring that around and be like, no, that's hilarious, man, because it's so stupid. I, I couldn't do it. It's that and the main character's banter. Those two things, I couldn't change their charge to positive because they're so, I couldn't do it. It was so awful. You couldn't do it with the power of positive thinking. I, yeah, I really struggled to make that good, bad. I did want to put that out there Mm -hmm. because like, I know she highlighted those, but I like super agree with that. And that's the sort of stuff that actually makes me turn things off. Like it actually, I can't switch the charge on it, but anyways. (laughs) Crispy critters. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) James, you want to give us the, uh, the answer to this one? Um, yeah, man. Um, if <sighs> this game uh, does not hit a thumbs down, okay. Um, like this game has all of the features of a thumbs down game, but it doesn't get there. You know, um... <laughs> really close though. Nice try. Um, but also like 
it has a lot of the features of a thumbs up game too, you know? Yeah. It's like it's bonkers and it's it's really hard to give a meh to this polarizing of a game. Right. But but I feel like we get there. It's just like the ride is uh weird. Like like I feel like I hated it while I was in it, but I I'm like my brain is recontextualizing it because it's fun to complain about. Mm-hmm. Right. Into a good experience. Like Yeah. I don't know. Um so I mean like I don't know. It hmm. I really hated the open world exploration. It Okay, I didn't really hate it. I really I got very frustrated at it. Um and then other times I like found the zen of just like just experiencing it, but I, it could use some tuning. It could use some work. Um, mm-hmm. I, the gunplay felt decent, but like, and like the, the engine ran pretty well, but eh, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like spoiled by exclusively playing first person shooters that feel amazing. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. I understand what you're talking about. <laughs> like, like Call of Duty just I know. Oh man, that 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 game is just it's so good and like Valorant yeah. like the guns feel amazing. And in this game the guns feel fine. Yeah. Um and that's fine, you know. Um they I like I don't hate myself using these guns. Um which it, you know. <laughs> Uh, has the been the case in others game in other mm-hmm. games you know it yeah. like like it it but it's not a game about gunplay it's a game about like horny robots you know yeah. so yeah. ultimately <laughs> you know <laughs> your mileage may vary i guess um mm. but i i think we get there on the meh i think that's what it is it's a meh it's just My God, it it's a thing. It's it's a game that one in ten people should play, so they can tell the other nine people about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they fucking <laughs> will. <laughs> Dude, you know what? This has been making me think. This is so stupid, but should we pursue in the next year to try to find a game that we can all confidently thumbs down? <laughs> like, is that a goal that we should like try to get to? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's something we should try and strive for. Who can but, I bring mean, I the most know. thumbs down game? That's, that's a round robin I want to be a part of. Just like who can present the worst game and we stack rank. Yeah. And you get like an award. <laughs> yeah, you oh, get man. a trophy for that. Fuck, dude. I mean, isn't that what Call of Duty Zombies was essentially? Ooh. Oh, shout out to Call of Duty Zombies. <laughs> shout out to Gabe. Gabe, oh. we owe you a trophy. Oh my god, oh, man! <laughs> it's just I think you can see, you can just draw a line through Call of Duty Zombies, Max War videos. Like, did you not see the like clear trend? Absolutely. Oh my god. And like, dude. honestly, I think that I think that other Call of Duty Zombies might be good, but Call of Duty Civil War was a bad game. Like. 
Like that's my theory. It, yeah. It just like ran like ass. I don't you mean know. Cold War. Yeah, I'm laughing because it's definitely right. not Civil War. You're right. It's not Civil War. It's I know, Cold I was War. Gonna have a really interesting picture. I was like, are these dudes with muskets? Oh, that's so fire. <laughs> I just like I was just obsessed with like Holy what shit. is that game though? Call of Duty Civil War. They're yeah. like, yo, people really enjoyed. They yo, they did this with some of the other like Battlefield games and some of the Call of Duty games where they were like, it's. Oh no. No, no. I know, I know. Someone Wait, would be no, really it, the worst I'm just imagining like Counter Strike Civil War where instead of it saying terrorists win, it says Confederates win. Yeah, no. Listen, this sounds would like be a bad. viral game. Like it does. you know what I mean? It this does. is that like yeah. that would catch on. Yeah. 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 It's like... a fucking Hitler level game, you know? Oh my god. The thing is, though, the thing is, okay, what I always found with these, like, historical-style games, though, is that, like, the gameplay is really strange to me because they have, like, limited weaponry. So, like, I was playing, I think it was, like, maybe it was Battlefield 1. I think some of the other guns have, like, longer magazines or clips or whatever, but a lot of the ones you have, like, have 10 shots and they have to reload. It's, so, like, imagine being in Valorant and you just, like, spray, but then you just have to instantly reload all the fucking time. Well, I don't think any of those guns can spray. I think so. We're talking about can. Civil War. No, Civil War is literally like, isn't that it like one like a shot? a musket and isn't a bayonet. Yeah. Counter-Strike, but you have yeah. one shot, <laughs> yeah. and then you just sort of like hop around as you like stuff the fucking like clean yes. up of the barrel. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? yeah. but it, you can you can peek like and just like you can just run out into the open, and if they miss, then they just have to stand there yeah. re- reloading their gun for like a minute. <laughs> well, my favorite shit That's is like. That's what they should make Counter-Strike 2. They yeah. should. Like, fuck whatever this remake is. They should just make it so you have muskets. They should make it <laughs> so you have to march in formation as, like, a 12 by 12 grid and then just fucking wait till you see the whites of their eyes and then all fire. Yeah. There's... That, that is a game. Hold Fast Nations. Really? That's a real game. It's, it's, it's a, um, it's a VoIP, uh, what? RPG shooter where you, like, you, you pick a, revolutionary war role you can be leader you can be flag bearer you can be drummer you can be cavalry you can be gunner but like and i i've watched a guy stream this it it is the the role players are intense you get the guy everyone listens to the captain so the captain says you get information you get information he makes sure you're shoulder to shoulder and then you have to wait for his ready aim fire and um it's intense we should all watch again i'm down i'm down that sounds really oh my god this I mean, is just a part like of rp that i fucking love year. yeah that could be a thumbs down <laughs> my favorite shit though is like listening to like battle tacticians try to explain that and just be like yeah so like before this people were like doing tactics but up until but like for some reason there was this this era where people would just walk in a block like the most like shootable possible formation and you know they they had more guns usually, so it was fine. But like, it was really dumb. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. We should do. We should get hardcore into some role play for some reason. Like we should like fucking see. Now they made like GTA RP RP like really cool, and so I don't know if it's like too cool for us now. But like, don't you guys want to do some bullshit roles in something? Doesn't that just sound like the weirdest shit ever? Because I want to meet the people, like the motherfuckers that are down there, day in day out, mm-hmm. air traffic controllers. For like a flight sim game. I want to know, bro. Like, <laughs> who is that person? You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure they're real life air traffic controllers. They're, they are. 
Really? Yeah, you can't yeah. just walk in and be like, hello, I'm here to, like, you can't do that. I love that. They're like, listen, for this RP game, you have to be real. Yeah. Like, yes, what? that's true. <laughs> they, you know they're, what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, did that help, like, GTA RP, like, medics? Like, if you actually have medic experience? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember watching a couple people and like, yeah, I'm a... <laughs> I'm a nurse full time, and then I come home and I play more nurse, and I'm like, why? Dude, that is that is wild. That's honestly kind of amazing, though, because like that person is probably hella good. Mm-hmm. Like, at the RP part, I mean, yeah. Just, just... And it, maybe being a real nurse, like they might be just like really experienced. They're just always on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Although, like, it could be kind of funny because like she's like sitting there, like totally sleep deprived from like a normal nurse's day. And then she's like sitting there and she's like blurring like the like the game RP with like, you know, real life. And she's sitting there at the hospital and she's like trying to like type slash pick up to like the person in the bed. You know, she's trying to do slash commands and she's, you know, she could become <laughs> delusional and have trouble. That's what I'm trying to say. It could be a problem. That would, yeah. that that's what would I'm suck. trying to say. That would suck. And the other thing I'm trying to say is goodbye, everyone. We did it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we did God. it. <sighs> All right. Uh, no idea what's next. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll be gone for at least a fucking week unless we're going to do an epic, completely no. unscripted. No, we okay. are not packing up microphones. No. We don't have room for that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll just do it off someone's phone. We'll do it off Gabe's phone. But but until then, yes, we'll probably take like a week off, you know, at least. Yes, yeah, TOT vacation. TOT vacation, bro. Yeah. So. Spring break. Spring, yeah, we're, we're doing spring break. <laughs> oh my God, we should do RP spring break. Like in one of those like game servers where like everyone's pretending oh they're like hot girls and hot guys and we're like secretly they're like i don't know but it's not that <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the real playing community okay yeah secretly yeah. they're not hot yeah i mean i've already stopped recording but oh. right. james yeah. is like we're definitely we'll, done fair enough we'll hit the stop button we will hit the stop button oh i thought i thought that mccoy making an audible like <sighs> was a sign that <laughs> oh. that we had all hit the stop button but um maybe it was bro. i was wrong Maybe. Who knows? I'm going to get Craig out of here. <laughs>